Oh my god. That's all I have to say. So we have this guest, uh, we have a spreadsheet that shows all the guests who are coming on the show that explains like contact information, pickup points, travel details. And this Monday on the list, it just said, oh my God. And that was the week before because we were planning on doing this show with Ye, Fuentes, and uh, Milo. If you didn't see it, I'm sure most of you did. Uh, they broke the internet with Alex Jones today where Kanye wearing a Balenciaga mask, gloves, with a bottle of YooHoo and a net was imitating Netanyahu with a high-pitched voice. He went on to, do, to say that uh, he was a Nazi. Kanye said that he, he loved, he said he loved them, right? Is that what he said? He defended, he defended Hitler. He denied, the, he, he denied uh, I want to be very, very careful about this, elements of the Holocaust. And then uh, I, don't, I don't even know. I mean, we, we'll, we'll pull up a bunch of these clips. We'll talk about it. He, he called me an, an NPC he made up some fake story about me getting a phone call before the show, which is just not true. I'll, I'll give you all the details exactly about what happened because it's more like it's like close to what was true, but not what happened. And um, Mike Cernovich tweeted that Tim Pool dodged a bullet. I don't even know, man. This is so it's, it's weird. How is this real life? So I guess we'll talk about it. But um, we do have this at over to TimCast.com. We put up the Green Room episode with Ye West, Green Room number 35. You can find it in the members only section. This is a mini doc. It's 23 minutes long showing the, the crew. My brother, he went out, met up with them. They fly back. What happens when they get here? Things like the limo didn't show up. They dip off to Matsutaki, Hibachi in, in Frederick. What was happening with fans? Ye's standing around talking with us, the things that were said, the things he was doing. It's all there. Wanted to show everybody uh, what happened. It's just very strange. Um, the way things played out, but it's available there. Green room number 35 is up. You can uh, become a member to support our work, smash the like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show, all of that good stuff. We got a whole lot to talk about because it's just a, it's just a very, very crazy day. I'll put it that way. And joining us to discuss this and so much more is Alex Stein. A pip on a blimp, eating steak and shrimp. Oh my gosh, I get to be here. Tim had went in there like a very nice orator talking about that, you know, insane incident. But let me just start off by saying this, you know, because I know everybody else in here is a regular, but, um, you know, I got a few Christmas gifts. And I know, you know, this was probably one of the most legendary rappers that you could ever meet, right? And, you know, Kanye West. And I think, and everybody should be proud, but now that you guys are mortal enemies, here's your new favorite <laughs> rapper, Tupac. Tupac. So there you go. So what Kill can Kanye say? So there you go. Here's a Tupac for you. That's a good one. I got you, Tupac. And we got, see, and I got Ian, because Ian's like the, uh, you know, uh, Smoker Smoker 420 vibes. It kind of looks like him a little bit. Yeah, oh, we got amazing. the Sublime. We I, like got so, sublime. I like Sublime. Is that, but Ian, you look disappointed. Is that disappointing? No, I love you a lot. You you're like very Sublime? Thoughtful. I know it looks like him. You're <laughs> thin, it's a large, but if you dry it enough, it'll shrink. It'll Shout get, out it'll, to Brad. I'm excited. I'm, I'm kind of anxious. Big fan. No, 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 no. What am I? No, I, I didn't. Look, I got you the same Tupac. Because Tupac you okay, I'll take Tupac. Yeah, but listen. Okay, then, then, but then we got another thing. And if you don't like Tupac... Got Lil Wayne himself. Lil Wayne. So he's, now, he skateboards. He's cool. And then he got skateboard kid Lil Wayne. So now we got that. And then <laughs> and then uh, Look at this. and then I know this is not probably the proper uh, nomenclature, but they didn't have Luke. <laughs> okay. So we got right. Lucas. So it's All not right. the same. <laughs> it's not necessarily the Very same. Okay. And I hope this doesn't dox us. No, 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 you're fine. It's actually no, spelled no, with a C. Lil Wayne on a little skateboard. Oh, there we go. Nice. Nice. I'm going to change into the Sublime this. shirt. I'll be right back. 
And then, and then I also got this, uh, okay, okay, here, so we'll go, what Thomas is this? Je this is Black Thomas Jefferson oh. for Ian, oh. because you're the Black oh. Thomas Jefferson. All right, White. got to open from, my mind. From, from Hamilton. It, yeah, oh, he was Black Hamilton, Hamilton vibes, so, there we go. And then, uh, nice. and then for me, I just brought this, just because you, you guys always have your own decoration, and I know, I just kind of want to... This is just for me. I want to leave this here just because. Oh, so is, for is the that people, BTS? this is BTS. Yeah, for the people so playing at home, a lot of you guys don't know good music, especially. You, I mean, I know you have like the hit song, but this is actually they're arguably the greatest artists of all time. So, I would I would actually start really listening to their music if you had more of a BTS vibe boy band. If we could join up and do this, I just want to. And in R.I.P. Nick Fuentes. <laughs> Are we taking the show? Or this, I bet the chat's mad. Okay, here, let me just put this up, and then we can go back to the show. I apologize, guys. Chats love All right, it. so now you know who Alex Stein is if you don't. Yeah. So, We're on the grind all the time. What an intro. What an intro. Uh, Luke is here. So uh, we, we got a crazy man for a crazy day. My name is Luke Rudowski here of wearechange.org. Today I'm wearing my Make Taxation and Theft Again shirt as the IRS is reminding everyone that they have to report every single transaction over $600 on PayPal as the Pentagon just lost another $2.2 trillion. They don't know where it went. They don't know where it found it. This what is why... What happened last time they lost I know. What happened last time? Tax last time? What happened? Let's not get into that. I think 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> well, September 10th, 2001. All right. Uh, <laughs> Never mind. Next thing. Uh, the best... If you want the shirt, if you're, if you're disgruntled uh, at the IRS, you can get it on thebestpoliticalshirts.com because you do. That's why I'm here. I'm happy to be here, Alex. Thank you so much for the gifts. Oh, look at the very, shirt! Very I'm a huge sublime okay, fan. Okay, and you got to dry it a couple times, but it does shrink. It's Walmart. They they, they played out here. Uh, oh, really? Sublime with Rome. I think they played here like a couple months, a month or so ago. Bradley oh. Knowles, the original, the OG. <laughs> Shout out. Love you guys. Love the dog. What's the dog's name? The Dalmatian. Lou Dog. Lou Dog. Shout out to Lou Dog. Lou Dog. We also got Surge pressing the buttons. What's up, guys? What an intro, right? That oh, was, and Serge, here, here, because, you know, I have to say this. Serge, I forgot Serge's name because I just met him <laughs> earlier. And so here, Serge, you can get uh, transgender Whitney Houston because you're the new transgender Whitney Houston. Nice, because, you know, nice. Lydia, hey, you know, transition. I know you're a man. You're a human being man with male genitals, but Good voice. Whitney Houston is in between. So hey, this all is a transition. It. So legend you guys, is a new legend. You guys ready? Hell yeah. Let's yeah, let's jump in. I, we're just going for it. Here's the story from TimCast.com. I'm just going to let you guys know I'm not reading a single quote from this man, Ye. Ye calls Hitler a cool leader and makes other anti-Semitic comments during InfoWars appearance. You wow. can't say that out loud. That's what uh, Ye was saying. He was doing the, was it, M Mussolini made the trains run on time thing? That whole bit? <laughs> yeah, that whole argument. It's just, let me just play, I'll, I'm going to play clips. I got I to gotta play this clip because I just, it's just crazy. So let's, let's is, is the audio good? I, I like Hitler. I, I don't like Hitler. And I know you're trying to be shocking with that. I'm not trying to be shocking. I like Hitler. I do not. I, the, the Holocaust is not what happened. Let's look at the facts of that. And Hitler has a lot of redeeming qualities. Oh, my God. I what understand he's trying to do the to Christian guy. forgiveness arc of like everybody has humanity in them and I, it's I, coming out wrong. It's coming out blunt and people aren't going to understand. I don't think people are understanding. It I don't I don't think that's what he's doing, Ian, at all. I think I, that's I, like, let me let, let me let me play another clip for you. He, you know, it's like he had a really cool outfit and stuff and he was a really good architect. And 
Uh, and so he, you're in love with the with the with the with the with the, arch, the, the the look of it. And he didn't kill six million Jews. That's just like factually incorrect. That's Guys, so get the Ronald Reagan clip they showed me yesterday. Sorry, go ahead. Ronald Reagan said that too. Well, I think Hitler did target and kill some people. I think Obama killed Palestinians. I don't. I, I Alex, that was I don't know, man. Come on, Alex. Why is why is he just said? Oh, you're talking about Alex Jones. I Alex, thought you were talking oh, about no, no, no. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, uh, Alex Jones. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Alex. Yeah, no, no, yeah. Alex Jones being like, I think he did target and kill some people. Like, yeah. I I don't know. Like, this may be a bit personal, but I think Luke had family members who were personally targeted by that. Yeah, yeah. My, you know, family died. <laughs> uh, That's crazy. You know, we were, we were, you know, we're not Jewish. We weren't Jewish, but my great grandmother ended up in the Schutthof concentration camps. My great grandfather on my mother's and father's side died fighting the war. Uh, we still don't know if it was the Russians or the, the Nazis, but obviously the Nazis provoked that situation in Poland. So, yeah, I mean, I had a lot of family members pass away uh, from, from you know, a lot of crazy stuff throughout you know, Polish history. But I don't want to be using that as, as a way to just say I'm offended because, you know, I, I, obviously these are in, in, you know, insane comments, but I don't want to use my family's history to add well, to the insanity of today. I want to... Well, Go ahead, go ahead, I just want to make this point, though, because when I saw that clip, I saw it on YouTube, and then uh, a recommended video was Norm MacDonald talking about uh, Adolf Hitler, joking about it, and, you know, he said it first, you know, the more you look into Adolf Hitler, you know, the less I seem to like him. And, uh, you know, I just, <laughs> I just so can't funny. imagine that, like, Kanye did some research. Oh, you know what? Oh, actually, he uh, he designed the uh, Porsche. He's he, good. He made an engine. He made some, you know, scientists what, do this. What, so what he, said he, he said he invented the microphone. Yeah, That's I not mean, true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's like you know, it's very. I think not, he said he invented the microphone. It's not a good. It's not a good. He, it's never a good look to idolize or say anything positive. But Adolf Hitler is so obvious. I don't know why he's doing that. It's not just shocking. I think he's seriously confused or under some sort of hold on, hold his, on. hypnosis. Uh, I wanted to address, you know, you said insane. And this, this is a point I was making earlier. He, I think he's extremely wrong. Hitler didn't invent mm -hmm. the microphone. Maybe, maybe there's yeah, some like, there, maybe, maybe he's expressing whatever idea he's trying to express incorrectly. I think he said he invented the microphone that I use. And he was like, Serge pointed out, he's is a piece of technology in the microphone that lets you hear vibration close to the throat. So tank commanders could use them. Uh, well, it's like the, the tank mics in World War II were like on the throat. And that's something they did invent. It's not, I don't know what he's saying. That's the only thing I could think of watching. I was like, maybe is that what he's talking about? But yeah, I don't. Picture this. You're driving on the open road, taking in the beautiful views this country offers. Then out of nowhere, you hear a noise and your car breaks down. While still frustrating, you feel protected because you have a plan through CarShield. CarShield has helped millions of drivers from having to pay back-breaking car repair costs. All you have to do is call before a breakdown. Plans can pay for expensive repairs on your out-of-warranty car, truck, or SUV. All for CarShield's low monthly rate that never goes up as long as you cover your car. With a plan through CarShield, you get protection on over 5,000 major parts and systems with just a visit to carshield.com slash Carlson. I'm talking big money items like your transmission, engine, electronics, and so much more. CarShield is here to keep you moving forward and make car breakdowns and the repairs that follow just a tiny bump in the road. Go to carshield.com slash Carlson. Protect yourself from the unprecedented rise in costs for parts and repairs. Visit now to save 20%. carshield.com slash Carlson. That's carshield.com slash Carlson. So I just want to say there's a difference between being crazy because everyone's saying he's having a psychotic break. And I'm like, okay, first of all, he does that thing. He pulls out a net and yeah. a Yoohoo bottle. And he's like, net and Yoohoo or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's going like, we're going to come take your kids. And I'm like, that's, that's performative. 
Like if I saw someone doing a weird show on the street, I wouldn't be, say they're crazy. I'd be like, like a performer is doing a performance. If he believes things that are are just you know grossly incorrect, or he's expressing them incorrectly, or he's praising people that are very bad, that to me is not a sign of mental illness. It's a sign of a person who is wrong about a thing. Right. And but many times, yeah, 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 but I just want to make, I just want to make on one point here because many times he was also just going to Nick and didn't have the answers. And you could see he was kind of filling in a lot of blanks here, but he wasn't even, you know, he was talking about also about Planned Parenthood and he's trying to equate different things to different scenarios. But if he really would have understood the situation, he would have understood that Margaret Sanger, the founder of Planned Parenthood, was a big American eugenicist that inspired that. the he, Nazis, that inspired, you know, Hitler with his larger, uh, final solution, eugenics, depopulation control agenda that he implemented. So if he's really against all that stuff, he would have obviously seen the parallels here. So I, I, I don't know. Some people are saying he's just trying to be controversial. Some people are saying he's crazy. Some people are saying he's just filled with hate. Uh, whatever whatever it is, everyone's talking about it. I just want to point and, out. And who knows well, if it's because a good thing I know exactly thing. why, because there's a very few people that there's documentaries that they say that there's some evil cabal that is ruining the world and that Hitler was supposedly stomping that out. And that's why they, in his head, he thinks that that was a good thing. After yeah, but, 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 but yeah. when you look at, well, when you look at, I'm just yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. that's what he thinks yeah, yeah, yeah. is happening And that's right what some now. people that's think what, out there. And, and I, I want to break and that I, down. That's incorrect. Yeah. I should say that. I'm yeah. saying incorrect. That's what he thinks. Yeah, but then it was yeah. Prescott Bush, the Rockefellers. Oh, God. And, oh, and, my God. It's not one group of people. A lot of our bigger industries, especially in the United States, that was financing Germany. And, you know, there's also, you know, the Soros thing, the Arnold Schwarzenegger thing, Operation Paperclip. There's a lot of things that intertwine here that that show us that yeah. obviously there's something bigger here historically. But but he's not bringing that up. He's bringing up a lot of things to try to provoke people, to try to get some kind of emotion out of people, to try to get people angry, to try to get them stirred up here. What's the reason? What do you guys think? Alex Jones said, "I know you're trying to be shocking." He says, "No, no. I'm not." Yeah. He he. I don't know, man. Uh, it just, What's the reason? Why is he doing it? Because obviously he's he's spurring why everyone. Why is Kanye doing that? Yeah. This is, why do you this think? Is, well, this is, it's personal. It, I mean, something something happened to him, you know, by losing his bank account. And I don't know if that he was on the edge because you know when you get you're, you're trying to say it's not mental illness, Tim, but you can get like in these hyper focused rabbit holes because I don't know what do you guys think he drinks? Is he on drugs? And I, I'm not saying I have no idea. And I know I know from pretty sure Nick or my I don't know if they use drugs, but I'm pretty sure they don't. He's, he said on the show that. At some point, he found himself drinking and like, you know, having orgies. And then he realized like he shouldn't be drinking because the king shouldn't drink or something like that. And so then he stopped. So he doesn't drink. Like yeah. when he tweeted, he said when he tweeted the death con thing, he was drinking and he was drunk. Oh, he was. Drunk and then he said, because the Bible says you can drink, but the Bible says the king shouldn't drink. And then I realized I shouldn't. Well, his mental health is never going to get back together. So you think it's mental health or do you think he's trying to spread hate or do you think he's legitimate crazy or what's the solution? Because it seems like you're saying crazy. I mean, I think it's a little bit of both. I mean, you know, yeah. they say that, that, like, you know, why do these school shooters happen? Everybody's like, oh, it's on the FBI's radar, this and that. You can get radicalized by the stuff you see in your search in engine and your algorithm, by the stuff that you've repeatedly watched and the stuff that gets recommended. But you don't see this stuff, what, what uh, Ye is saying on, on well, the internet. Every photo I see of him, he's on his phone. He's on his phone. Yeah. And I'm a guy that's addicted to my phone because I do stuff on my phone. I add a little clip sometimes and I have to film something. I'm always on my phone. And so I know what it's like to live in there. So I'm sure yeah. he's always in a rabbit hole. He's always on a plane. He's like, what? Oh, my gosh. Oh, 
global boy. When, when he was it. here, we were talking to him. He was on his phone the whole time. It's insane. Uh, and, and, and we so were having conversations, and he just kept he, texting, This is a black, talking. you know this, guys. This is a black mirror. When you look at this phone, guys, look at this. This is an evil device. This is what, basically, the transhumanist agenda, like, this is... It has like, an apple on the back of it that's know, happening like, for a reason. Not to eat it. <laughs> it, it. I know it's anecdotal to say that, because it's, it's also anecdotal to say there's fluoride in the water, but yet you use ice at every restaurant, yada, yada, yada. Like, it's just still, though, this, guys, and I'm addicted to it, so I am the biggest hypocrite. It's terrible right. for your brain. And you're, your body you're, and your soul. you're you're pointing man. out the, sim, the, the the symbolism of, of an mm -hmm. apple, like the Garden of Eden, mm -hmm. and the apple that was eaten is bitten, and then yeah, yeah. I, the I, get, yeah. I get the vibe that Kanye was or Ye was uh, just totally mentally broken, not totally, but mentally broken when they took his bank account down. Like you realize, yeah. oh, even if I have five hundred million tomorrow, they can snap a finger and it goes to zero yeah. or something. He's got like money. That. He still got he's money. Got, he's, he's got hundreds of millions. He said. I think that was like a black pill, and now he's like thrashing around trying to figure out what to do, and he's gone full Christ consciousness. He's like, I'm gonna be in full forgiveness of every demon that's ever lived, and that's the Christ. But he's well, not. No, he's, doing he's the not going after every demon. He's going he after one Hitler. specific cultural reference, which he knows right. pisses a lot of people yeah, off. The main one. Well, yeah, because right. he's doing the old talk about what you can't say. But if I was, he's not saying Genghis Khan. He's not saying no, Stalin. Exactly. He's not saying Mao Zedong. But and he if he would. Was, if he was. But this is what some people. Are trying to excuse this behavior as oh he's trying to piss everyone off just to be more Christ-like no just to, and, and there's no way he's doing that because if he did he would have done it from a different way he would have done it from a way of compassion rather than trying to stir up a beehive yeah. I don't know you're not always when you're in a manic state you don't always go for compassion if I was his manager if I was Milo I would say listen you're not gonna be able to go on the campaign trail and actually articulate these very nuanced subjects that are very very hard because they're not black and white they're very gray and he's not gonna be able to articulate that but his best weapon and even said that he thinks in music he thinks in harmonies you know you know melodies so he should if he really like wants to expose a new world order he should have an anti-new world order album make that go number one but I that's mean, not what he wants he wants a ubi he wants sustainable government housing for everyone but the, but let me get let me get my tinfoil hat let me get my tinfoil hat because this is what tavistock the tavistock institute basically they you know they do a, a lot of the mind control a lot of the mk ultra experimenting and they have music that they use as propaganda because they've actually done testing that they know what harmonies and melodies are actually pleasurable for our ears so it's like th these places can actually create music that is like addicting for us like that's why these same artists are able to recreate you know pop hits because a lot of them are using these same melody patterns like you can actually look into it Tavistock like they've actually had soldiers they put them on drugs they put right. them sober they had them listen to the music they tested their right. heart rate they tested how they feel if they want to dance if not so they basically can have a cheat code and I'm saying Kanye West I know you want to talk real quick could hack into that that's the only thing he can hack into him saying uh, the nuance of the mom but he can't you know speak for himself to save his life but a song that's the only way i think he would be effective in getting his message across there's that uh, viral video where this producer is like here's how i make a pop song and they mm -hmm. take like a young model they auto-tune her voice then yeah. they he, he like breaks down the structure of what pop music is mm -hmm. they even have art uh, ais that can auto-generate melodies and beats yeah. and then they craft it into the perfect pop song and that's how I think what, what Kanye is doing culturally is he's speaking the harmony, but there is no melody and people don't hear, they don't know what the melody is. So it sounds confusing. Like what he's saying about, yes, there yeah. is goodness in people that we think are evil. That is like a harmonic to, well, let's start with what we know, which is no, that Hitler was an addicted to amphetamines <laughs> and what like a said. genocide oh, well, against the culture. Let me, let me give a shout out to Ian. Yin Yang, you've seen it, right? It's the, you know, the of white course. and the black. Yes. There's a dot in each of them of the opposing color, mm -hmm. symbolizing that within light there is dark, within dark there is light. And the sun and moon. 
Right, right, right. It's the duality of life, but it's all. But the, the point I'm trying to make is that people often don't realize it doesn't just mean one against the other. And that mean it also means within the dark there is light, within light there is dark. That being said, I I can respect that point. I think we all understand the nuance because the conversation's been had about you know even Hitler liked dogs. Mussolini made the trains run on time, but there's a reason why we specifically highlight the really evil things that came about from what they've done because that is the 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 bulk of their character. Yes, we get it. Humans share certain traits that we we like, but we're talking about the specific unique components of a, a particular individual and the bad things they've done. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's weird that he's like attributing things like the microphone, which Neumann made in 1928 in Germany, 1930. I don't know. Someone can tell me in the chat, but Neumann made the microphone. Why is he attributing that and Hugo Boss and Volkswagen to, to Adolf Hitler or architecture, did he say? Why, First, is that, it, why is that happening? I don't know, but if he wrapped it, nobody would care. But because he's trying to say it, then you have to be like, well, I don't hey, 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 look, shout out to uh, Public Enemy. Because when I was a little kid, they had that song in Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, Bring the Noise, where oh, right, they did a right, team right. up with Anthrax. And one of the verses in that song, because I used to know all the words, is Farrakhan's a prophet that I think you ought to listen to, what he can say to you. And I didn't know what that meant when I was a little kid. Uh-huh. And that's in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Yeah, one of the greatest I, games of all time. And then yeah. and in part two. And then I grow up and I'm like, I wonder what that means. And I look <laughs> into it and I go, holy, what was in this game? Wow, dude. And you loved it. It was a song. It was like, turn it up, bring the noise. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I had no idea what it meant. I think the, it, one of the problems that Kanye has been having is a, is a similar problem to what Hitler was having, which is that some people were screwing with him. And they were Jewish, so he blamed the mm. entire Jewish religion? Or yeah, is it the race? I, I, I had I to say this, and oh. I hope this doesn't get me in trouble, though, but it, it does prove Kanye a little right as soon as they take away his bank account. I mean, you know, I mean... But I it's the, to, this is the problem I have this with is, this, is no, the no, word we, day, we, because what's happening yeah. is, like, you had 30 dogs, and 29 of them were brown. It doesn't mean that most dogs are brown. No, what, what Kanye is saying is abhorrent and disgusting, but it's just, you know, it, you know him getting shut down. I, now it's like, I think he's doubling down the, the Trump... Or now he can't go back and be like, oh, I didn't mean this. I mean, you know, there's just these few guys. Mm. That's what I'm, I'm, I think. It's, the it's, slope, he's, he's just gone too far. So when he's here, uh, if you guys watch the Green Room episode we did, you'll understand my point. And I'll say a few things. I don't know for sure if it was staged. But what I know is they didn't confirm the hotel that we got for them. They had initially asked that we get him a flight for the morning of and leaving immediately after the show. It's not possible to do that. So they said, okay, you know, then the next morning is fine. When they arrived and the the person coordinating says, I have your address, they said, don't worry about it. So after everything goes down, I'm told we never actually gave them the address to where they were staying the night. They didn't want it. And they had a a, a jet already waiting for them at Frederick with a crew available ready to go. And there was paparazzi outside. So I'm like, I don't know, man. But if you watch the Green Room episode, you'll see that Ye was very calm, asking us questions, smile on his face, talking about everything. And there was like no issue. But as soon as the camera turns on and we go live on the show, his, his demeanor flips. I got to talk about Nazism, man, because this is like been well, around we're, for We're just five, talking about what? We'll go, we'll, we'll wrap into what Kanye and everything. This, it's all in the veins, Tim. Don't worry. I got you, baby. Um, <laughs> I got you, baby. I like that. <laughs> Not sublime shit. Being racist is, is legal in the American Republic. Breaking down buildings, smashing buildings, burning buildings is something that Nazis did. And that's also something that happened two years ago. Kanye was not burning down buildings. Kanye was being racist, if you want to call the Jewish people a race, which I I also have issues with. Because I think if you don't believe in God, you're not Jewish. The tenet of being Jewish is that you believe in a God and you understand what it is. And if you just because of who your parents are in your social club, it's not a social club. 
don't 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 be a, don't be violent. Do not. Those are the things. I mean, these you're allowed to talk and say that's the great. So, well, that's why hate speech should be allowed because there's bad stuff you can hate, you know, in the world. So you should be able to hate bad stuff. So that's why you should be able to have hate speech, but you shouldn't be able to incite any sort of violence. Yeah, whatsoever. Laura Loomer came on the show and she was like, "Hey guys, I'm Jewish. I was debanged." Listen to this. I got to bring up Laura Loomer. I want to shout her out. So she's spreading this thing in Telegram today that Marjorie Taylor Greene and I had a sexual affair. So I just want to debunk that. Did you? Even though, no, even though Marjorie is a beautiful lady, and and I'll be honest, I would if I could, but I haven't, so I, I so I can't. So you know, that's the that's the real facts. But I'll be honest, uh, this is the sad reality for congresswoman green for me even if we did have sex i'm saying for me to leak it that would be huge that'd be great right for her it only you know hurts her i just would say the god's honest truth it didn't happen i'd probably leak it if it did is my point aoc would be mad at you exactly so that's why you know it's not true but i just hate it for her because i just hate it for her because it's just so provably false and she's the one that looks bad for you know even sleeping with this pile of junk primetime 99 even though i'm a pimp on a blimp a lot of ladies want to take a ride still it just makes her look bad because i'm just a you know Blow comedian from Dallas, how, Texas. How is any of this real life? This week has been just wild, really crazy. Okay, this is a vague question. Do you think it's a simulation for real? Like that? This? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I almost believe in reincarnation. I do believe in the creator. They're like, I just, I don't. I, I really hate. I, I talk about this all the time. The idea of the Big Bang and that we evolved from pond scum, and that just nothing. You know, it, literally, like. Everything came from nothing over time. Just for me, doesn't even vibe. But you, you got to get way more nuanced than that because mm-hmm. I think the idea of like evolution and pond scum can be the how and not the why. Like as people yeah, but even before. abiogenesis, we can't recreate that. I mean, it's just the fact that like you think every single person here, you and me, the cat, like you see that cat, it's so beautiful. It's just such a <laughs> beautiful creature. Like we are not the same. It's just I just do believe there is a creator. And 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 does that mean that there's you know, more levels to this. I do believe, I just do believe there, there is. That's, um, I feel like this is a God thing. Like this really is, we're part of something which is mm-hmm. God's, the consciousness of real God. Like it is there. Yeah. It's, this is the, which turns out Abrahamic religions, Judea, Judaism, well, Christianity, Islam, oh, I mean, they were all, oh, re- oh, they were oh, all right. Oh, there oh is great, a God. you got Ian started now. So like yeah. Kanye's going through some like channeling, you know, he's, and it's coming out all wrong me, in a lot of ways, in a lot of ways not, but in a lot of ways it's coming out wrong. Let's, let's we'll, we'll sh- uh, I want to sh- let me tell you, I was watching this uh, interview with Ye and Jones and Fuentes, and I said, these are three guys who are having everything taken away from them. Ye is going to, he's going to lose his kids. He, he, I mean, maybe what happened. So I was just talking about how his demeanor was so different. He was on his phone the whole time. The show starts. He's totally different. Maybe that's when he found out about his kids. These last few years have not been easy on our economy. And with tax season finally arriving, there will be millions of hardworking people and businesses that could struggle even more due to the IRS working against them and pocketing profits for themselves. America First Tax Group can help put an end to your worries. Just one phone call to 800-431-5684 and you'll be in touch with America First Tax Group, a full-service tax company that'll fight the IRS's predatory tactics and put you on the path to financial freedom. Their experts can help you or your business with any tax-related problems you may have, from dealing with your back taxes to granting you access to tax relief and much more. Don't wait. Get in touch with America First Tax Group today by calling 800-431-5684. That's 800-431-5684. Or visit AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker.
Again, 800-431-5684 or americafirsttaxgroup.com slash Tucker. He mentioned something to us before the show yeah. about his wife's lawyer being really good. Yeah. Like he and looked at me, he was like, damn, my wife's lawyer is really good. Well, it looks like really he got good. a good deal, so, though. He got 50-50 with 200K a month. Uh, well, uh, so, but my point is he's sitting here right before the show yeah. starts and everything was fine. He gets mad and leaves. May had nothing to do with us at all. Yeah, maybe no, maybe, maybe it was planned. Maybe because he's on his phone, he gets that message. I, I get it. So he's a guy who then says on the show, they're trying to put me in jail. They're freezing my accounts. He's mm -hmm. going through a divorce. They're taking everything away from him. They're saying, you know, Adidas tries stealing the name of his shoes. Alex Jones, they're coming after for two point seven five trillion. And Fuentes yeah. at one point was banned from flying. Mm -hmm. You take three guys who have nothing left to lose mm -hmm. and you get you get this or 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 more. And this is why I'm, I oppose cancel culture. And I say we should be having conversations with these people. Let them come in to the circle and work out the issues. Because if you just say never, not a chance, then they'll go wherever they can go. And they'll say we have nothing to lose. And they'll just do whatever they want. Well, that's what's kind of sucked too about that interview. As soon as Nick was going to talk, which everybody wants to hear from Nick. I mean, you know, he's one of the most polarizing people within any political ideology, whether you're on the left-leaning or right-leaning. And as soon as he's about to say something, then Kanye leaves. It just sucks. Nick is so interesting. He's one of the most interesting people, whether you like him or not. And it just kind of sucks so that, that we miss out on that opportunity, even as much as almost as Kanye. Because when you listen to Kanye talk, he doesn't, he can't articulate his opinions. That's my opinion. Even though Kanye is a brilliant artist, I just don't think publicly speaking on these subjects in yeah. a long form podcast is his specialty. Yeah. It I seems agree. like he almost wants to get canceled. He was wearing a Balenciaga mask today on the Alex Jones uh, pop, you know, interview. When he was here, he was wearing a Balenciaga jacket. People are getting canceled because they don't mm -hmm. disavow Balenciaga, Balenciaga. He's still wearing it as he's talking mm -hmm. about the most craziest outlandish things that he knows will get people talking about it, will get people riled up. Some people are saying that this is a deliberate suicide of his career. Um, I, I think that's also another possibility here. Some people are saying that there's clear you know, problems uh, mentally here. Who knows? I, I don't know. I, I, I can't really quantify it. I'm just kind of, you know, why is just, he, just shocked at all this, to why, be honest with you. Why is he wearing a Balenciaga mask? It's yeah. a gimp mask. Like it's, from, it's Balenciaga. It really? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a hundred, it's $160 Balenciaga mask. I think it's, he's indicating yeah. that he's been gimped by the, that establishment. Maybe, maybe. I think that's what that is supposed to represent. I mean, he's worn it for concerts before as well, mind you. And then uh, Jones even made the point, is it really even him? He said, maybe I'll take the mask off. Is it really even yay here? He's not Andy Kaufman, Tony Clifton. <laughs> That'd be brilliant if he, if he did. I mean, then they say there's like, oh, the real conspiratorial is he a clone. I mean, I don't believe that either. But I mean, he's, you know, he's, Kanye, he's not, he's not in his right state of mind. And his mom did die. You know, that, that messes you up. I know that's not an excuse for him to act insane and become well, a, you know, a radical Nazi. But I, I don't think he really is. I just, I think he's a little misunderstood as well, as, as crazy as he's being right now. Regarding this, is a good, I want a question for you particularly about um, becoming like the Andy Kaufman character, becoming the villain for society for them to focus on. I, I kind of did that in 2010. It didn't work out. Like, yeah. I, I just angered, upset the environment instead of like creating a, a bunch of good around me but do you think one do you think that he's he or nick or milo are doing that and do you think that there's any value to it no because it's like i'm not an expert but it's Solinsky's rules for radicals and that's kind of like using the left's you know guidebook against him and like you know they would use creativity to protest and stuff him speaking about it he needs to be using his 
best methodology, which would be music, to get his point across. So he's not doing that. So he's just being... It's, it's a waste of talent. But in Saul's, you know, in, in Saul Alinsky's Rules for Radical, it's like you accuse the people of what you're actually doing. So he's not being nuanced. He's not being smart. He's just being like, Hitler, quote unquote, in a video game, I don't want to get in trouble, but he's saying, Kanye West, I don't want them to edit this, is saying Hitler is, you know, not a bad person. So that is what Kanye West is saying, and that is just too, nobody is ever going to jive with that under well, any circumstance. I, I, so I think, I think it was really good that Alex Jones had them on because mm-hmm. look at what we got to see. Everybody can make up their mind about exactly what happened. And I believe this is a strong argument for free speech. If Alex was censored and they were behind, if they, and they were just hanging out in his living room saying all this stuff, nobody would have any idea what Ye believed and what Ye was, was, was working on or working towards or who he was associating with. Uh, you, might, you might like who he's, uh, whatever. He's entitled to his opinion. He's entitled to being a human and believing what he wants to believe. Because Alex Jones had them on to talk about it, they just said everything. Yeah. Now, I'm curious your thoughts about uh, Alex Jones's uh, demeanor, I suppose. And I'll, I'll just come out and say when Kanye outright says, you know, he, he denies certain elements of the Holocaust. I'll put it that way. Alex Jones just says, oh, yeah, Reagan said that, you know. And, and, then, and then what does is, what is Jones say? That he, I think Hitler did target and kill some people. And it's just like, can't, can't Jones just come out more definitively and be like, look, man, you know, like there are, there's people on record there's historical record. What do you guys think about, you know, how he handled the interview? Well, there's also that thing when you have guests on your show, you're trying to be nice to them. So I don't know, maybe he's just trying to, you know, appease his guests. That's no excuse. But I, and I've talked to Alex. I've been on his show. He always does that. And I know Luke has a relationship with him. But and, and this is once again, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> I am defending everybody tonight, but I'm, I'm almost doing it to be, you know, a contrarian. But I think Alex Jones is very nice to his guests. He wants to please Kanye. He realizes this is huge for him. This is a huge bump. So he realizes, you know, Know, business-wise, this would be very a very key relationship for him to build. So I think that's why he's trying to appease to him. But also, you can have that caveat, oh, well, you know, he's not, he didn't go full, what did they say in that movie, Tropical Thunder? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah. it, it, it takes a lot to leave uh, Alex Jones speechless and uncomfortable because of speech, yeah, and totally. Kanye West did it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Alex had an easy way out here. I think, you know, you should always be genuine when you're doing these type of, type of broadcasts. If, if anyone here says something that I disagree with, I'm going to bring it up and say, hey, I see things differently. We have discussions, we have debates, we have arguments all the time here on this broadcast because we're, we're honest with each other. We're genuine. And I, I felt like Alex was kind of going along with it and feeling extremely uncomfortable, not knowing what to do, not disagreeing, not pushing back a lot. He did say that that uh, that Ye has a Hitler fetish. Um, he, he did push back a little bit, but w- when when we're talking about these short clips making the rounds on the internet, there, there's just something there that you always got to kind of point out, being like, "Hey, are, are you on the side of Prescott Bush? Hey, are you on the side of, <laughs> of, of 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 Margaret Sanger, George Soros, Arnold Schwarzenegger? Because these figures also endorsed this larger ideology that now you're promoting. You're really you're really with with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, who says he he really loves he he, he really adored and liked you know Hitler and he had a father that was also tied to the SS. I confronted Arnold Schwarzenegger about this face-to-face, by the way, in one of my YouTube videos on uh, We Are Change. But um, a- again, that could have been a very easy out for Jones, but he didn't, he didn't do it, which is weird. I think if, he, I think if jo- Alex probably thought if he told Kanye, 
No, Hitler did kill six million Jews that Kanye would have got up and walked out. Like, he's probably yeah. like, oh, well, how do I not make Kanye walk I out? Mean, I mean, and guys, sure. and that, once again, I carry the water, but Alex Jones is arguably one of the greatest broadcasters of all time. I and mean, when it comes to internet and comes to legendary and comes to Alex Jones is right and some of the stuff that he foresaw, but right now he is slipping. He's under, you know, so much stress with, the, with all these constant lawsuits. So that's what I'm saying. I, he's not his normal self. So yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, either both of them. That's why they're both kind of a little desperate right now. Just, just you know, to defend them a little bit, when, their behavior. When Ye came in to do the show on Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, he, Monday, uh, Monday, Monday, he was like, "They're trying to put me in jail." We're like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "They're trying to hit me with but the that big Harley." Tax bill. Well, and that Harley Pasternak guy, which Luke brought up, that worked for the Canadian military psyop, you know, organization, whatever it was, did say like, "Oh, we're going to put you on drugs, and your visits with your children are going to be terrible." That's weird. That's psychological manipulation when you throw in the kids that's what yeah, like an ex-wife sure. does you know yeah. Yeah. especially with like the trans stuff that's what happens in a lot of the instances where there's a young kid that's you know transitioning it's oftentimes like a parent that has beef with the other parent mm. yeah. yeah and there's yeah. a parent encouraging it yeah that's oftentimes the case yeah that's the vibe that's i get horrible. man he got drugged by 2018 or whenever that was they drugged him up he's in a place that not i don't think many humans can identify with personally because he's such a, a focal sure. point and that kind of stress you know and then to think that handlers might actually not have your best interests in mind that's just going to mess people up you but, know but hearing him hearing that they were going to hit him with a 50 million or however much this tax bill was is like that's probably what was going through his mind 50 million i think that's that's nuts that's like what kind of stress that would put somebody under yep yeah, and they can just say it. And what do you do? Like, oh, you owe us this money. And that's what I was. We, we talked about the 87,000 IRS agents. Mm -hmm. yeah. And this is this is the thing they do. You'll be like, you're working class. One day you get a letter in the mail saying, you know, we don't have to audit you. You just owe us 600 bucks. And then what do you do? You, you're not going to. You have to pay it. They can just do that. And that's I, I think everybody understands the stresses of dealing with the IRS. And they do it right. already. And they're going to be doing it a lot more, especially if you don't report anything. Uh, you know, over six hundred dollars, you're you're going to be in trouble. They're going to punish you. Which I want the parlor deal got canceled. The Kanye, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I want to I want to pull up this segment because uh, we're, we're talking a little bit about it. And uh, oh, look at that! It's about me, and um, it's in, it's in the space of you know Alex Jones. But we have this tweet from Elijah Schaefer. It's a clip from his show where Kanye disses me. And uh, okay, I'll just play it for you guys. Here you go. You ready? Tim Pool is the NPC, you know, and you're a real, a real human being. So no one's ever heard of uh, Tim Pool. You know, you're the legend that is Alex Jones, and you were fighting on the front line, and now we're here with you. You got some other superheroes part of the Avenger movie fighting for Christ. So apparently he said that, I don't know, this is what I was told. Uh, he, I got a phone call 10 minutes before the show, and I was told what to say. Is yeah, you got contacted before the show. When did I don't he know say if he that? Used phone, like right before this. Like okay. Literally, those are the wow. words right before he says, the, the, actually, he's an NPC. The hour before the show, we are sitting in this room, right. hanging out, talking as the cameras are being adjusted. Uh, Serge is, is getting things ready. People are grabbing drinks. So it just literally didn't happen. But uh, I got no beef. He can call me an NPC and say nobody's heard of me. I'm, I, I defer to Alex Jones. I mean, that guy's been around... He was he, he was doing this work ten years before I even heard of you know a phone before I even got anywhere near doing this kind of stuff. Well, Tim, you're a true populist when you know and when you're Kanye West who's saying you know quote unquote Hitler wasn't that bad of a guy. That's not very exactly a populist opinion. So to, to him, <laughs> you know, you are an NPC. No offense, but you're not. And uh, but I can see why. That's why he's calling you that. Do you understand? But, but I I wonder like like why he came here. You know what I mean? I think maybe maybe Milo was like, no, it's a, it's it's a good show. It's 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 you know they get like a million something views with their clips or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Well, he has a little bit of a media blackout, from what I understand, from what happened with what he said on Tucker and all that stuff. You know, 
I Kanye. Do, yeah, I do believe a lot of media companies right now will not platform them. So you're one of the few ones. And gonna, the big, you're the biggest independent media broadcaster. You and then InfoWars right there. I mean, Daily Wire had him on. Boom, Candace is canceled. He can't go back on there. Mm-hmm. Blaze, we haven't had him on. So and Kanye, and I say this, you can come on my show. My show's coming out very soon, and the Blaze is going to be mad that I said that, but Kanye is welcome on my show. I'll, I'll Pimp let, on a blimp. Let's go, Kanye, all day. And I'm going to be nice to you. I'll let you guys in on some uh, internal stuff. Uh, when we were originally trying to book their accommodation for the night, the hotel uh, wouldn't let us do it. We don't know exactly what happened. Wait, you why? said it's for Kanye West. Why not just say like... Uh, you Joe, have to Joe. do credit card authorization. So mm-hmm. when you book a hotel, this is the most annoying thing about traveling. Anybody who travels for work knows exactly what this is. You, your company will book your hotel and you'll show up and they'll say, and do you have a credit card on file? And you're like, my company booked it with the company card. Yeah, they Don't do the, ask the me for mine. Place. It sucks. Right. Yes. And so what we have to do is we have to call in and confirm our card details for the room. And as soon as we said who would be checking, like when, you, when, you're, when you're booking a room, you got to put their name on it. How else do they show up and give you the name? Right. And then, uh, then they're just like, we'll get back to you and put us on hold. And then it was like an hour later of like, hold on, we're talking to the manager. And then we were like, okay, this is not working. We're just sitting on the phone. So we canceled it. We got an Airbnb. I wonder if uh, I'll, I'll t- there's, there's there's some other stuff. I'm, I want to respect their privacy to a certain degree, but uh, even w- when it came to other travel details, they were like, you know, he's getting his accounts locked. He's saying that they're coming after him, stuff like that. And then that happened, and we don't we don't think too much about it. But I'm wondering if that's a component. Mm-hmm. I guess he was able to get a private plane, you know, so he's he's still able to do something. So I don't I don't get it. I don't know, man. No idea, but. Uh, the one thing I do wonder is, you know, when he came here, I'm getting attacked by two different groups. One group is saying that I shouldn't have said a single word. How dare you? You should have just let him keep talking. Uh, okay. And the other side saying I didn't push back enough. I should have been not letting him talk and pushing back. I'm like, this is crazy. Can't but Al- Alex Jones actually does interrupt him a couple times, and, and he seems totally fine with it. Yeah, he keeps yeah. reminding him that it's Kanye's show. He's like, he interrupts him. Alex will be like, well, hold on. I'm just thinking, and it's your show. You're the, you're in the control here. But and then Alex will say, so he keeps reminding Ye that it's Ye's interview. You're here. I'm just throwing this in. As it opposed got, to trying to take it. It got testy a little bit where you saw like a lot of tension. And you clearly saw Alex Jones being very uncomfortable in that situation. Yeah, and of course, he pushed back eventually. But when they're making these small clips and they're going viral on the internet, when you're just saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. After something, someone says something controversial that you know that 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 everyone's sharing those videos and now pointing fingers at, at AJ. Did they bring like if you're going to say that Hitler did not kill six million people, you better have the data and the facts to back that up right there in your hand. That's a, such an insane, like a powerful statement to go up online without any pushback or evidence. Yeah, and, 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 it, and there was no pushback, but I, I whatever i guess i mean like i mentioned this earlier cernovich said we dodged a bullet i saw that said that to luke and luke you were saying well we would have debated we would have had a conversation we probably would have right. been screaming here and maybe that conversation needed to be had I, I mean maybe he needed to know about margaret sanger maybe he needed to know about how he's on team establishment by promoting a lot of this population control eugenics nonsense i don't think he knows what he's talking about a lot of the times he was referring to nick to answer his questions whenever there was even a little bit of pushback nick was laughing the whole time enjoying the show and then going going on and expanding on points that clearly uh, Ye couldn't articulate. So yeah. with that, with all of these people here, they would have brought up their idea. We would have smashed it down and be like, no, we don't agree with this because of this and this and this. And then it would have been a conversation. It would probably would have been an argument, probably would have been screaming. Maybe, maybe 
there's a small chance that there would have been some kind of understanding. And, and I, I think it was, it was still worth it in order to have that small possibility because that would have changed everything. I, I just want to mention, too, that uh, when Ye was here, he said he didn't want to be on the show. Like he, he said that before. Yeah. He, well, no, he, no, also, no. he said, also said he also oh. said we got to do the show every single uh, uh, week. <laughs> but see, that's projection. Like that means he doesn't want to do the show. And, oh, no, 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 no. And I, I was know, like, and then, know, and, but, and then, like, and, but then we were, we were like, maybe if this goes well, we'll see how it happens. Like, no, 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 I said no. That, yeah, yeah. You said no. And he was like, but he's like, this will go well. I'm like, yeah, we'll see. We don't know. He's an artist. He's like, oh, let's collab, let's collab. I mean, I'm just guessing that's his vibe. I'll clarify, clarify. Luca's right. What he said was something like, "These guys keep trying to get me to do these podcasts, but something." I'm paraphrasing. He's like, "There's no point in me coming on this. I don't want to do it." But then, you give me information like this, and he points down in his notepad where he wrote down ballot harvesting. Right. Because he asked me downstairs in the in the basement in the skate park. He asked me as we're walking up the stairs. He was like, "I want to know how to become president. How do I become president, Tim?" And it was like I just said, "I I don't know. Milo knows." And then. As we're walking away, he goes, you know, I asked you how to become president. You ignored me. And I said, oh, that was up here. No, no, no. We're walking up the stairs. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then I said, man? no, I, I said, Milo knows. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm just a guy on the Internet, man. I'm a guy who complains on the Internet. Then we're sitting down. He said the same thing. He's like, you know, I asked you twice how to become president. You keep ignoring me. And then I was like, OK, ballot harvesting. And he was like, what's what's that? And I explained how ballot harvesting works. And he was like, whoa. And he writes it down. And then he brings up how he didn't want to be here, basically. Like, they want him to do these shows. He doesn't want to do it. But then he gets something like that and it makes it worth it. I kind of just think he didn't want to be here. Yeah, he didn't. He was honest. He, he's, yeah. he, I mean, he goes where he wants, does what he wants. And he is like, I'll use. I bet Milo was like, yay. If you want to become president, Tim Pool's the guy. He, he, he has a huge reach. People trust him. He's brilliant. Let's go. And he's like, yes, I want to be president. Let's go. I don't, I don't think Milo said that. I think that's, I think that's why they came. And Maybe, why they well, all came Tim, together. You are, you're kind of baby Joe Rogan. It's like Joe Rogan. <laughs> but he's like the Rogan you know, of politics. No, like he's like I the don't. politics guy. Yeah, he's so. the I, one. I, I, my, my view is probably that he said, this is a show that's got a decent reach that we can go on. He'll probably well, have us on. Of course, duh. And but that's, it, that's probably He's it. asking uh, you how he can win. I mean, he's already asking you like an advisor. Like, what can I do? But why would he fly six hours? Six hours one way. He got yeah. nothing going on, man. And then, and then <laughs> yeah. six hours the other way. I'm and then you. sit down here for like 20 minutes and be like, I'm out. Yeah. Like, oh, you don't, you don't believe it. everything? I, no. well, he, I gave him cookies. He but, took some on the way out. Yeah. But, yeah well, what was that deal? Because he goes, this isn't going to be a Lex Friedman deal again. You know, he said <laughs> yeah. that. And I was yeah, like, this did. wasn't even like that. Argument no. over Juda Judaism. That's yeah, what it comes Judaism. down to. Yeah. I'm, I'm so concerned with this argument, too, because it really is important to do differentiate between the religion and the culture it's the only religion on earth that has an attached birthright bloodline to it which is kind of weird and probably illogical and like just because your parents are a certain way doesn't mean that you believe in god and but the tenets of judaism is that you believe in god so like i don't want people saying they're jewish and then being abusive to humans and uh, and giving the faith a bad name yeah. Hey, but so tell me, Tim, I remember you left during the podcast for a minute. Did you ever go out there? Because I know Luke talked to him, but did you ever talk to them outside? No. In the, oh, never. No. When I got up, uh, it was to try and figure out what they were doing with their accommodation. And and like I was saying, like... Like whether you should get their plane or whatever? Well, I'm like, yeah, well, we, we, we got them a round trip flight and all that stuff. And I'm like, what are you guys doing? And they're like, don't worry, we're taking care of it. That's what I was trying to figure out. Look, I said to him, I was like, I, I, I immediately messaged Milo like, so I, what's going on? And then, because uh, we, 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 we booked their accommodation and stuff. And then he just said, we're taking care of it. Don't worry about it. And I said, okay. 
And that's what that's what I was trying to take care of. I, I didn't want to talk on the phone. Yeah, I, I didn't call him. Course, I was calling yeah. the travel agency and stuff like that. And so uh, I, I couldn't take those calls here live. You know what I mean? Private details of where they're going to be and stuff like that. So and that was that was about it. And I told him I was like, bro, I'm not even mad. It is what it is. Yay owes me nothing. We we invite people to come on because it's a benefit to us. We don't pay guests. You know, you being here is a benefit mm-hmm. to us. That's that's what it is. So. And Ian you know, came in. He was emotional. Everybody was emotional. It was really a good episode. You know, it's good. <laughs> I'm saying, you know, it seems like it was bad, but it was, I think it, you know, it was. In the grand scheme, if you can back yeah. off and look at it from like a 10 million foot yeah. view, you're going to look at this moment in history of like, that was the first meeting between Tim Pool and Kanye West. Uh-huh. Maybe, maybe. Um, I don't, I don't like celebrity culture stuff. I don't mm-hmm. like the PR planned stuff. I don't like the, okay, here's the plan. We're going to go on a show, but you need to storm out midway through. And that's, that's Hollywood celebrity culture. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be involved in any of that. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. It's just... Yeah, but it, that's all fake and dumb, but people love it. It's, just, I don't, it's I, like that's poison, fine. you know? I think it's that, like sugar. Pe- people are allowed to have that yeah. stuff. They're allowed to like that stuff. Yeah. There's, so many, there's so many YouTube channels that love drama mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, they, they, they want to find anything they can about anybody. It's like what the Young Turks turned into. Like political WWE, and that's and that's kind of insulting to WWE because we know that they're having fun. Yeah. But like <laughs> turning the political space into uh, like a stage crap show. Yeah, crap just show. like it's like it's like this is this is something that I just don't like about YouTube. Is my advice to all of these YouTubers who want to do shows is just don't talk about each other, don't talk about personal stuff. Talk about bigger issue things like you know how how people's lives are being impacted by policy. How politicians are are either lying or telling the truth. What you know? What is in control of their lives or in control of their minds? What is affecting them? Fair point that commentators do have an influence. Joe Rogan says something and it becomes news because it's so influential. I totally understand that. But th- there's there's so much of like watching the social space devolve, and probably the saddest uh, example is the Young Turks. How it's like Jenk and Anna just screaming at me. Like, they're not making any arguments. They're just calling me a loser, a moron. Jank is doing this weird chicken thing where he goes back and forth. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to drag them by saying this. I'm trying to, you know, I, I don't like talking about them because I don't think they're relevant. But they do exemplify how the space is turning into, uh, into, into this, like, celebrity, you know, I, I don't like it. I don't want to be involved in it's, that. It's like Jerry Springer, but right. uh, more <laughs> degenerate and low IQ. I bet today uh, SBF's like, yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, uh-huh. yes, yes. I mean, we, he's, he's already on a big PR media tour with the, with the yeah. corporate media glorifying him. But I just wish, I mean, a lot of this is drama. A lot of this, a lot of this is just, like, e-girl kind of stuff between, between dudes. I, I just wish we would talk about... Jeffrey Epstein as much as we do Kanye West. If we, if the media would just be focused on where Jeffrey Epstein was going, who he was meeting with, what he was saying, like they are with Kanye, the world would be a better place. If just FB, SBF would get as much attention as Nick Fuentes, my goodness, please, please, I, we could only dream. Sam well, Bankman-Fried is his name. Yeah, well, well, just not, not just Sam, but also you have to remember, you have to look into Jimmy Seville too, and that's why you know I think yeah. that's so important because that gives you the context of your like. 
wow, there's people this powerful. And this guy was knighted by the queen, and he right. was literally probably the worst serial child rapist of all time. As a matter of fact... Not just was, that. He did even worse stuff that we can't mention on this show. Well, yeah, he had even, access even to, to the children's bodies hospital. And, like, it's it's absolutely stuff. like the most... Like monsters beyond uh, even understanding for most human beings. Sorry, yeah, go ahead. And, and so when you realize that there are people that are at the highest upper echelon of society that are actually doing terrible stuff to children, and you see the you know time that Bill Gates spent with Jeffrey Epstein, that they're all connected through Prince Andrew, who's connected through the royal family, who you can right. even see Glenn Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein are sitting in a cabin that is like the most exclusive royal cabin that there is, some Swiss chalet or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the photo that I'm talking about. Oh, yes. You know, and so the fact that they would have access to the queen, the you know, literally. They were hanging out with Kevin Spacey. Kevin <laughs> yeah. Spacey was in the queen's chair. But it's uh, like, this is like a form of drama. Like what we're doing right now is gossip just on a level of people we yeah, don't know personally. Serial, ser- this is this serial is this is child criminals. predators happening with Bill Clinton on the Lolita Express 26 times. On the flight log that we know of, with no secret service, this guy is the top guy, and we know that if you look at his pattern of behavior, what he did in the Oval Office with Monica Lewinsky shows you that he's willing to do stuff because he is a sexual deviant and does not follow the rules. So if you think that he's going to Jeffrey Epstein's island and ditching secret service, yeah, and ditch, that's what I'm saying. No secret service to go to St. James Island just to drink some, uh, uh, you know, whatever pina coladas. I'm sorry, but, Ian, but, you're dreaming. But when I say drama, I'm talking about doing a show where you're like, did you see that guy when he was drinking that 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 beer? Wow, what a what a dumbass. Versus that guy's on a plane with children to a private island. They're trafficking. Them. I think That's Luke, not drama. Luke, you made a good point that it's criminal. Talking about criminal, criminal behavior, when especially like vile yeah, criminal behavior. Exactly. That's but it, but it's, it's not just that. It's the government. It's how yeah. your life is being affected. It's how they're, they're harming your children. It's how they're destroying your property. It's eminent domain. It's a violation of the Constitution. These things will make it, th- these things are evil people, criminal people. These are uh, politicians lying, cheating, stealing. Has a direct impact on the survivability of humanity and the future of this country and our culture and the world. And then the other thing is, I saw a guy walk outside and he was eating a bucket of ice cream. What an idiot. Yeah, I think it's like a fractal. And let me explain that. Like drama is good in small doses. Gossip is good in small doses because you need to know who's crazy. If someone around here is going to go nuts, everyone needs to know so we can make sure that guy's not here. Um, And that's why communities would gossip. So you can learn about yourself through gossip, through watching other people deal with drama. And that's good. But if it overtakes the conversation, that's bad, in my opinion. Let's pull up this story here. This is big news. CNBC reports Ye's deal to buy conservative social media at Parler is called off. Conservative social media company Parler said Thursday its deal to, uh, its deal to be bought by Ye has been called off. The rapper, formerly known as Kanye West, agreed to buy the app in October for an undisclosed amount. Ye has made repeated public anti-Semitic comments in recent months, and several business partnerships involving the musician have been terminated. I don't know exactly... Um, why? They say, quote, the company has mutually agreed with you to terminate the intent of sale uh, of Parler. The app's parent company said in a statement, this decision was made in the interest of both parties in mid-November. Parler will continue to pursue future opportunities for growth and the evolution of the platform for our vibrant community. He brought this up in the pre-show. Mm-hmm. He was saying, he said something negative about it. Like, I forgot what it was. He was asking like you they're about- they're trying to unload it off of me. 
Like, yeah. are they trying to? You, you, he was talking to. I think it was Nick. It was me. No, it was me. Okay, and uh, Tim. He was asking. No, no. Us no what even we before that, he was talking oh. to uh, Nick before you even came in when you were talking about federating parlor because you came up. You're yeah. like the federation fractals. Uh, break the code Hell and yes. all the stuff that you always say. But before that, he was like, are, "Do you think they're trying to just off, uh, unload, offload this on me and put it on me?" I didn't have enough details. I didn't know how to answer him and. Um, I don't know if they were trying to sell him 100% of the company or if they just wanted to buy in at 30% as a figurehead. I don't know the details. What, what I think happened here is Adidas took or his money disappeared. So he doesn't have the money to buy Parler now. And that's probably why he ended the deal. I think that's he said guess. he still had $400 million. But because he has a third of his value, he's like, ah, now this is going to become 700% of my uh, expected but, investment. But Adidas is, is demanding $250 million and, and put a hold on his account, and the IRS is demanding $50 million. So he's not in a place to spend $400 bucks on a social network yet. Plus the divorce, well, plus have, lawyers, plus right. fees. That's plus, my guess. My guess is that he just ran out of funds plus in the moment. breach of contract rules that probably a lot of the other he, companies that he's working with also have. Didn't, didn't he also say that Adidas was going to buy the name off of him? Yeah, they were going to start making basically making the easy shoes no, but they said they were going to buy the name so they could keep using it. Oh, okay. I didn't remember yeah. that. But I, wonder, I think they also announced that they're going to release the same shoes, just yes. not with his name on it. But then, not with I, that's why I'm saying I'm pretty yep. sure he said in the pre-show that they're trying to buy the name from him. Like, basically, give him a lump sum, cut him out. Interesting. Okay. Well, yeah, if know. you're listening, yay, you probably did the right thing by not buying it. Like, Elon lives and breathes Twitter right now. He sleeps in the office. And if you're a CEO of a tech company, you've got to meet Bill Ottman at Mines. 10, 12 hours a day, that guy, for the last 15, 12 years. That is his life, is mine's. And you need to be like that if you want to be a successful CEO of a tech company. Well, and, and this is what I think about, like, the future of digital media, and that's why I look what Tim is doing is so important, because, like, all these cable channels are dying. They die, like, really quick. But I believe the future will be, like, how they have an audio-only RSS feed, that soon there'll be a video-only, you know, like a video RSS feed, and you'll be able to pick a platform, and you'll be able to choose which content you want. So whether it's any sort of video or it's audio-only, I think that will be the future because you know the media that we have today where people are paying for you know their cable like it is i think that's going to die really soon we're working on technology with the foundation that i'm starting where you'll have your own software packet that you can upload video to ideally will rumble or or mm -hmm. your own server or something um the, the when we launch it it's going to be pretty alpha and uh then the idea is you'll be able to it'll to see your mind stuff your twitter your rumble Maybe your parlor, maybe not. I don't know if they're going to open source their code. Tim, what are you smiling about? I'm, like I'm looking smile. at those chips, just thinking about. Oh, he's <laughs> ready to do it because we spent an hour talking this? about Kanye. We got to go insane for the Ukraine already. Wait, okay, we can do it. So I wasn't. No, so no, no, what's no, no, the no, no, timer? No, no, no. no, we're going to do it. We can you wait. Have, we got to wait. You have three. Let's wait a little bit. I know. I got three. We're going to go. I'll eat a three piece. You're all combo. three of those. Well, we'll see. Last time I, you guys were having a good conversation, and I'm just chilling. I don't want to, <laughs> they, don't want to they, interrupt because I was Tim laughing. Tim had this smile on his face. No, we're talking about the future of, of you know digital so, media. But. So you guys were talking about the future of digital media. I think it's very important. And while you were talking, I looked over and saw that we have three of those crazy blue fire chips. And I was just thinking about the last time Alex ate one and it was hilarious. And so Alex is like, what are you laughing about? And I, I'm, I don't want to de derail the There's conversation. There's a picture of Ian has one, too. You no, have one, Ian, too, Ian. Is Ian going to do it as well? Hell, Ian has no. to. <laughs> no, no, see, I'm yeah, but I'll do so it again. I'm not afraid. See, I'm a pimp on a blimp, so These I'm not are afraid bad chemicals. No, no, no. And, no oh, blue ones that's why, in here, man. Stay away. The worst. Oh, I love from, that one. The blue one from oh, Sunflower oil is bad. Southflower oil, bad. That's the good one. Blue one. Inflammatory. Very bad. What are they saying in the chat? We're looking at it, guys. We're going... Uh, blue in the chat. So sh you, you guys want me to do a two-piece? I uh, think we should put these in a case on the wall. I was, I, oh, yeah, just, we'll just, we'll just 
let's we got we got some more stuff we yeah, can talk we can about. I don't, don't want to derail you guys. You can man. see the aftermath of Alex's first blue chip fiesta on Twitter. On I think it's Alex Stein ninety nine. If I'm not wrong. Yeah, I mean it was insane for the Ukraine, like I keep saying. But okay, yeah, real quick before I eat this, but what do you guys think about all the money that we're giving to Ukraine? Do you think that will ever stop? And do you think we're going to go into World War Three? Because I know you're Mr. Civil War. So what about World War Three? Are you now Mr. World War Three? So after today. So this morning I tweeted, I think Ye could be president. Mm-hmm. And so I, was, I had a con. So we, we were putting together uh, the, the green room episode. It, it finished rendering this morning. We watched it. Started having a conversation with my brother about what happened. And I was like, a lot of what happened feels like 2016 playbook with Trump. And my brother was like, you really think he could get elected president after saying this stuff about Jewish people? And I was like, I don't know, but... The media reported that Trump said Mexicans were all rapists right. and that he wanted to ban, all, he had a Muslim ban and all that stuff, and he still gets votes. So I wonder if this is a maximized press strategy. And so then when I was thinking about it, I'm like, I'm not going to underestimate this guy. I mean, this, this, this dude is summons a, a private jet, snap of the fingers kind of guy. And uh, I said that. And then he went on Alex Jones's show. And then I said, okay, well, boy, was I wrong about that because mm-hmm. he went off. However, some, I, I tweeted, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep this tweet up, eat, eat this one, because, boy, was I wrong about that. There are a lot of people that are like, you're wrong about a lot of things. I'm like, yes, I acknowledge that. Absolutely. But then someone said, I don't know, man. You might have been right the first time because this, this, everything's like going crazy and breaking down. Like this past week has been nuts. Yeah. The past month has been just weird and crazy. It seems like everything's just getting crazy. Well, do you and think crazier. that, do you think that's weird that the secretary of state, Katie Hobbs can certify our own election in a contentious place where the machines broke down the day of the election? <laughs> you think there's anything like, you know, tinfoil hattie, uh, conspiratorial about that? No, I mean, uh, I and, do. And, and when, let's just say the, the only election that was more fair and accurate than the 2020 election was the 2022 election. Oh, and I want to say this, this is another thing. And, and I know this is probably an unpopular opinion in the conservative world, but uh, because I'm truly a populist, and it's not really what I want; it's what the people want. But everybody's like, "Oh, in the conservative, we gotta get, we gotta get Doctor Oz. We need Doctor Oz." And I'm like, "Are you idiots smoking weed or something? We need Fetterman Lurch. <laughs> this guy's a content king, dude. We got Jersey Giselle in there. They're gonna have all kinds of." Talk about drama. You think Marjorie Taylor Greene is interesting? You think AOC? Wait till Lurch is up in there. He can barely wear a tie. He's got a thing growing out of his neck the size of freaking Jupiter. I mean, the guy's insane. So I love you. Congratulations, what, Mr. Fetterman. What about Walker? What about Herschel Senator Walker? Fetterman. Excuse Are me. you excited about uh, Walker? Yeah. Well, and this is the other thing with Herschel. This is the only thing that bugs me. Is like, yeah, I mean, you know, and the people are like, oh, he does better in the debate, this and that. You know, Warnock's the worst because I hate these guys that act like they're pastors, but then they're pro-choice. Like, give me a break. Like, I get why some people are pro-choice. I'm not. A, I'm against abortion. I think it's terrible personally. But I hate when these pastors are like, oh, I'm, I love Jesus. I love Jesus. But I think, you know, you should be able the you know have abortion i just think that goes against god so that's the worst but i just don't like that freaking my man herschel walker just can't be like yeah an abortion i did some stuff come on i mean i changed my mind because this is what life is life is about the freaking caterpillar becoming the butterfly we're all supposed to change we're not supposed to be the same and there's something that's actually likable about that somebody that can go from bad to good so i don't know i just i just don't like when they lie and guys let me tell you something this is another thing idolizing a politician is like thinking the stripper actually 
actually likes you. Yep. They, they, you got no <laughs> chance. Herschel Walker's not going to save your butt. Dr. Oz ain't going to save you. Katie Hobbs, she certainly, I mean, Carrie Lake's great. So they say she's going to be Trump's VP. Give me a break. Should be my queen, Marjorie Taylor Greene. But I'm just saying it's all fake and lame, and I hate to say it, transsexual at this point because nothing matters. Like, you know, both sides, it's rigged against us. And I really have really no faith in uh, the system. So I think it's just about being civilly disobedient and having a good life, the, a life that uh, once it gets as big as Kanye, they can take away from you in an instant. So treat your life like that and just enjoy it. I, I, I agree with a lot of that, the civil disobedience stuff. This, this is why I said it feels like things are getting crazier and crazier. Uh, it's it's just like the news cycle is more and more absurd every single day. Yep. I think you know? that we're in the apocalypse and the second coming of Christ is upon us. That's no a way. bold but the, statement. But the news, the news cycle, too, has been a little slow in the fact that, I mean, I'm not saying that as a disrespect to you, the fact that you're leading it, but it's like people are, we're like starving for news, like, you know, because they don't want to talk about the elephant in the room, like, you know, the Epstein, oh, excuse me, not Epstein, you're talking about the Hunter Biden laptop. Like, there's other stuff they want to talk about, but they, you know, they want to talk about Kanye all day long because it's basically like. He's like yeah, Trump. Yeah. There's a revolution. He's, he's like Trump. There's a revolution happening in China right now. Exactly. At the right. Foxconn factory. And I, I mean, there's so many important things that we keep be talking about health uh, obesity levels are increasing to, to such dangerous levels sperm levels are going down to where people in a few decades will need to have assisted help when it comes to reproducing like like we're at a crisis of civilization and and yay is the main thing of, of discussion come on man the, the whole chat exploded with ian 20 based off what he just said hell yes that's because it's real dude we are in, a, in an inflection point with the internet video where our minds are melding and it's time for the Christ energy to come out of us, each of us individually. It requires each of us to speak our mind. Together, we can do it. Well, I don't know what that means. Congratulations people, for being here with me. Well, it is. It's people all are about, also no. asking if he dropped acid today. Well, no, no, no. But, but, but <laughs> no Ian has a point because I think I talked about this last time. But we are, you know, energetic beings. So we're vibrational. So we can either be high vibrational or low vibrational. And, like, that's why they say misery, you know, loves company. We are, like, we're, like, energetic, like, magnets. So you're right. Like they, that, That's our Christ-like energy with, within us. And so we kind of tend to you know, uh, gravitate towards people that have that similar energy. They call it sympathetic vibration in science where one object will vibrate and then another one of a similar structure across the room will start to mm -hmm. vibrate. So the human bone, for instance, is a crystal. Yeah. Made people, of crystal. People are saying Ian 20 and even Ian 100 after that last one. Uh, wow. I'm telling you, man, this is what's happening. It's This is either, either it's a self-fulfilling prophecy that humans want yep. is someone to step up and become the second coming or if, I think all of us together are creating the second coming of the Christ energy. You, you never, never put your faith in one individual Preach, Ian. And I love what we have in the chat because I'm always in the chat every single episode. I try to read every single chat. And, and whenever someone makes a point, they Bryson always, Gray's they, in the chat, yeah, my he, man, he Bryson is. Gray. But, You're but the man, Bryson. Everyone in the chat always rates everyone's performance from 1 to 20. And you can <laughs> see... 1 like, or 20. Yeah, yeah, but sometimes it's 15, sometimes <laughs> it's 5. It depends. Yeah, and it's, it's usually... You're right. It usually is 1 or 20. But I think that's awesome in the chat room. And it's good seeing that feedback automatically. I pictured, so, um, so keep ranting. I pictured Ian. an alternate... Uh, reality where I ran after Kanye when they left and then had a conversation with him and he was like let's go back in and we come back in and the articles were like that would have read 
Kanye West storms off of Tim Pool interview, comes back with Jesus, and it just shows Kanye with a frown, on, like same frown on his face. But I'm there next to him because people tell me I look like Jesus. Well, the whole the episode, you're hoping that Kanye comes back. You're like, is he going to come back? Is he going to? He was out? hanging out. That would have been was, the, that would have been the episode that changed the world if he came back. And I was sitting there, and people were like, that guy looks like Jesus. Christ is here. Like, I'm not saying I'm not. I'm, I want to be like Jesus. He inspired me. That that idea that someone could be like that in reality. That, that I, I it's I like long hair, you know, whatever. I don't really care about the look. It's just that's what I want. Well, and, and to say that, like, I think that's why it's important though, that you do platform people like Nick Fuentes, Tim, because like people like you said, why it was important for them to go on Alex Jones to hear their thoughts. So yeah. it's like, you know, that's why it just sucks because the people wanted him to come on so bad. I wanted to hear both of them. And when they left, I'm just like sitting there like, oh, so anticlimactic. It's, it's, it's kind of a crazy thing, too, because I know there's a lot of things that people don't like what he said. They've made fun of a lot of things that he said. But he says a lot of things that a lot of people would agree with when he's uh, he was talking about nationalism. He was talking about working class stuff like mm -hmm. you don't get to hear that. You only get to hear the worst possible thing. And that's probably one of the reasons why they don't want someone like him to have a platform. Of course, I think he believes things that are that are wrong, completely disagree with. But then he'll also say something where you're like, oh, OK, then, then it's humanizing. If someone like Fuentes can come on and say he's not racist, that mm -hmm. he actually he thinks People are different, but everybody can get along. And it's the perfect you can call him you can call him a liar and all that stuff, but mm -hmm. have the conversation. It's the perfect allegory of Christ. He was defending the weakest, the prostitute, and was like, if any of you are sinless, then criticize. Who here has not done something wrong that would get them canceled? Every one of us has done that. Mm. that Ian once explained how to make chloramine gas. You know? Live. Ian's vibing tonight. He's I like vibing. Yeah, he's uh, he's vibing. Uh, he's is, vibrating. Yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> Yeah, man, this has been on my mind a lot. The but last but, few but days. I, I just have to admit, and, and you know, for the, you know, for me, once again, being a stan, Nick Fuentes is hilarious and he's funny, and I do think he is a little misunderstood because I really don't think, you know, now Kanye, where he's going, I just I, I think he's watched a lot of those, you know, black Hebrew is, Israelite type documentaries. Farrakhan. Yeah, Farrakhan. So he's kind of like in that, like, oh, you know, there's an evil cabal of people, you know, the Jewish Illuminati. You know, right. I think Nick's a, a, maybe was in that at one point and kind of realized it's a little nuanced because let me just tell you something. I'm a full blown conspiracy theorists there is a, an evil group of people but it's from all different groups of religion and society it's not right. one you know it's a secret group we're not in it but it's not just one group that no because i know so many great jewish people of every you know denomination so it's just it's not that's not but yay didn't say did, illuminati he did didn't you, say any of i know that. that's he what i'm trying to Jews. say did yeah. you guys see the uh, jimmy kimmel video about fuentes i think it was jimmy kimmel right for, Kimmel, what do you mean? Kimmel played a clip of Fuentes talking about how there are gay men who have slept with women. So that must mean being with Who women. said that? Fuentes. There's oh, a, there's yeah, a clip. that yeah, clip. Yeah, that, yeah. Clip. Jimmy Kimmel, that, yeah, so you but just I'm like, that. that was hilarious. Do, does, that clip, do, yeah. do they not realize he was tr tr joking? Like, it was a mm -hmm. bit. Of like, course. He, he was being funny. And they're like, haha, look at how dumb he is. And it's like, you guys. You missed the joke. He's being he, like, sarcastic. <laughs> you, it was it was it was a bit and it was funny. Yeah. And this this happens all the time on Twitter and it's become like a meme where like yeah. the left doesn't understand when someone is being sarcastic or making a joke. They think everything's literal. Yeah. It's just it's kind of weird to be honest. Yeah. I, I, I once was was saying that one of the divides in the culture war is the right is willing to believe certain things may be jokes, and that could be dangerous when they're not but they're willing to look for the humor and, and try and give someone the benefit of the doubt. And the left thinks everything is literal all the time. Yeah. Obviously not literally all the time. They mm -hmm. think things are literal. Like many of them will take everything literally. Even when I like, I tweeted something like uh, the, the intelligence agencies that crafted me into a personality had it right. 
prop someone up to take all the heat. I'll have to, I'll have, to have a conversation with my handler. And I had people being like, so you admit it. And like, um, you'd think they're joking, but there's like long-winded responses there. People like, we see you and we know who you're working with and stuff like that. And I'm like, these people think that was real? Yeah, like they wild. think I'm being serious when I... Whatever, man. There's only so much I can do, you know? Well, and sarcasm's lost on both sides, to be honest. But, but more so on the left. For sure, in text. That's a big problem with modern <laughs> cultures. People are trying to use text to tell sarcastic jokes, and the con- the con- it's not there. There's no context. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. take themselves too seriously as well. Seriously. Yeah, I've got, a, I've got uh, someone said that this, it's the show is staged. I got here a script that oh. the... From the oh, Zoom yeah. episode. There we I was go. Ask if Look you have another that. copy mm-hmm. of that. Yeah, this was uh, uh, delivered by Jack Posobiec himself. We filmed it. Uh, he's on camera delivering this in a little wagon, and uh, then we read the lines. Let's 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 jump to this uh, story. This is a totally different story. We'll talk about something else for once. New York Post reports Florida yanks two billion dollars from woke BlackRock over social engineering project. Crazy. Florida said Thursday that has begun to divest two billion dollars in funds overseen by BlackRock. A sharp rebuke of the giant asset manager's investing policies under CEO Larry Larry Fink that right-leaning critics have blasted as woke capitalism. The divestment under DeSantis, the largest of its kind by an individual state, is the latest sign of mounting unrest among Republican policymakers over so-called ESG. What do you guys think? DeSantis is running? Good news, victory in the culture? I hope he does, because who else is there? Donald Trump and Kanye West? I mean... You guys got to prove yourself to me if you bo- either one of you guys wants to be president because DeSantis oh. is leading the charge. Let me just say this. I'm prime time 99. I'm a pimp on a blimp. I was at Mar-a-Lago. I was, uh, you know, lucky enough to be there because, you know, I'm prime on the ground on a damn 99. But, yeah, the vibes were a little weird in the sense that, like, you know, it was kind of like the graveyard of 2020. So it was kind of sad, you know, and everybody was grasping for that energy of 2016. And it just wasn't necessarily there. And I remember this is what Trump would always say. He'd always say before he ran, he'd be like, I can just be at more. I, I suck at impersonations, but he'd just be like, I could just be at Mar-a-Lago, you know, with my beautiful wife, Melania, and I don't need any of this. And he said that again. And the second time he said that in the speech, I felt it. I'm like, dude, you don't need this again. You know, I understand that you were robbed and that's how you feel and that's why you want to, you know, come back. But in the vengeance story will be epic. And I hope that if he runs, I hope he wins personally. But I'm just saying it's like, why? Why do that when you just anything, any outcome, in my personal opinion, when you're his age, I believe he's 78 years old. Yeah. Yep. Go on vacation, bud. Go to D.C. is a hellhole. I was just there. I mean, it's built by Freemason, freaking child predators, Bill Clinton-type people. I mean, oh, my gosh. I wouldn't... I I couldn't imagine the people that live in Washington, they have a freaking, you know, uh, humiliation fetish, I believe. I hear they drink a lot. You have to. I have a friend that was there who said it's the biggest party town in the the country. You have to be on fentanyl. It's so bad now. Party is one way to put it. Oh, and did you see? Yeah, and I don't biggest know if drinking you, culture in the country. And all the cities uh, it had been. To. I was talking about. But this is how bad DC is. I want to bring up this point. I don't know if you saw it. Mc, McPherson Square, which is 0. 0.2 miles from the White House. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully, it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30 percent in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Tent City. Yeah. Yeah. Saw that video last night. Like, what? That didn't even make sense. What are you talking about? Tent City? This is the, I'm like, Jerry's I know Tent City. 
So DeSantis. White House. Sorry. Divesting from BlackRock. I mean, we've been complaining about BlackRock for a while. I think Ian was the first person to bring it up that State Street, BlackRock, and who was the other one? Vanguard? Oh, yeah. Vanguard. They, they all have pieces of other companies and each other. It's so nuts. It's mm-hmm. so crazy. It's collectively, they own like 19% of almost every publicly traded company. It's wild, man. And uh, I, I like this divestment because I'm really concerned about Blackstone. I believe it's Blackstone buying property. It's one of BlackRock's. It's like a, a, an offshoot. I think BlackRock. Rock is an offshoot of Blackstone. It's one or the other. Well, that's the, the biggest problem in society. It's like the, there's no middle class because nobody can afford to buy a home because all the single family right. homes are artificially inflated by these companies like BlackRock that Correct. have such big portfolios. If the you know real price of the property, you had to pay the cash price or couldn't get these easy loans. If they weren't able to artificially inflate the value of these homes, then a single family home could be affordable. But it's not because of these companies. Yes, Black Blackstone. I'm, I'm, help me out in the chat if you know which one of the two companies it is. But what they're doing is essentially buying property and holding it hostage because they can afford the loss. They'll print more money if they need more money to stay solvent. They use investor funds to stay solvent. And uh, they just wait and they'll they'll put the put it on the market. If you can't afford it, you can't afford it. They don't exactly. they don't even live in there. Exactly. That's, is, no, we shouldn't you, have yeah, we shouldn't have megacorps owning property. Yeah, but exactly. the worst thing homes. is Bill Gates owns the most farmland and he's not gonna farm on it because of uh, climate change. Well he is, but and it's gonna to be clarify, soy and to, it's gonna be corn. Well, but to clarify, he's the largest individual owner of farmland, but he doesn't own the most. What about how much land China owns? They own no, a bunch. Absolutely. What's the point of that? I mean, <laughs> that doesn't seem right. Th- thousands of acres in Florida for experiments on monkeys. Did you hear well, that? I'm story? an animal lover. No, that's terrible. Yeah, it's tough. There was a that Neuralink story from Elon Musk came out, and and this is why in the conservative side we're like, oh, Elon Musk is our hero, but he's literally a transhumanist that wants to put a chip in your brain so you can park your Tesla, potentially. <laughs> so I mean, I mean, come on, that well, seems. And I'm not even hating on you, Elon. Good for you, but it's just he's not. I, he's not exactly our hero. I hope he is. I, I, I hope think prove me you wrong, don't want to park Elon. your think, Tesla with your brain. Well, I, I, I mean, if I could live forever, uh, uh, you know, would you if you could right now? If first, you know, because you're a wealthy young man, they say, oh, you can live forever, Tim. But nah. we're gonna plug into this computer your consciousness into this computer you're gonna live forever being young until you die is 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 like it sounds like a good idea like mm-hmm. having the body of a of a 24 year old but you'll still die when you're 78 or whatever yeah. you know you don't live forever living forever I, I was watching this thing about living forever and they and it was saying that if you remained young you'd never want to die it's only that when you get older you're tired you're, you start getting more and more pain and you're like okay i'm ready to go this is too much for me but if you were in a young body, you'd be like, no, I'm great. It's like, Did you hear what Jared Kushner just said, though? Yep. That, yep. I mean, Jared Kushner He's going to live could... forever. He's, he's taking care of his health <laughs> right now because he plans on living forever. Imagine mm-hmm. if women could have babies until they were like 300. If they just, their systems just stay functional. be a lot functional. of babies. Yeah. yeah. That would be good for the, for the population regrowth if we need that. If we can expand, you know, fertility re- ages and stuff, which we probably can. I forgot why I brought up Tesla, but it doesn't matter because the point you made is a lot better than the point Elon made. You said that he wants to put a chip in your brain so you can park your Tesla, which yeah. is, is, is more likely to be what really happens. Whereas he was like, if you're, if you're paralyzed and your, your spine is broken, we can make you walk again. And if you're blind, even if you've never seen in your life, we can stimulate the visual cortex. And it's like, it sounds really, really awesome. But in reality, people are going to get in. They're going to park their Teslas. Yeah, he just we, announced. Yeah. yeah, so go ahead. We, we have... We have these devices in our pockets that grant mm-hmm. us access to the summation of human knowledge. And we use them to look at pictures of cats and argue with strangers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he wants to make that time, the reaction time of operation as, you know, as quick as possible. Cause right now I think he always talks about the milliseconds that it is the reaction time, but he wants to make it. So it's just, you know, simultaneous thought action, you know, 
transhuman. You are a cyborg, cyber kinetic connected, cyber kinetically connected to your device. Well, he just announced uh, human trials that are going to be get, be uh, beginning in in a few months, where humans are going to be implanted with a microchip inside of their head, and he even made a statement saying that I could have one right now. No one would even know because it's well, undetectable. I, I, I got to make this point too. Let me tell you, this is the problem with artificial intelligence. Even the biggest telecommunication companies, from AT and T to Verizon, they have uh, programmers people that try to work on this every day artificial intelligence so that when you call in let's say you want to talk to customer service and you talk to a robot that tries to convince a human that it's actually a robot and overwhelmingly 99.99999 percent people realize that they are talking to a robot so they cannot even artificially recreate a conversation with a robot non-person so the idea that we can just like artificially create uh, another human that's insane but they can use algorithmic technology to basically you know like use you know guessing you know whatever you know simulated guess exactly elon said he's gonna get the chip i think uh Mm -hmm. in that in that reveal he's like yeah i'll be i think he was indicating he'll be getting it and i think he'll the first tweet it will from it'll be Elon will be the first one that tweets from his brain. It'll say his tweet, and then it'll say you know it says tweet from iPhone. It'll say like from iPhone or from it'll say from Elon Musk's brain. And you know what the tweet will say? The actual text? Uh yes. Hello world. Oh, that's a good one. Or that's brain fart. Or uh, I'm, I'm rooting for brain. I am fart. death become brain fart. You. Four, what is that? Four twenty Oppenheimer. I'm imagining he's on stage and he's like he pulls his hair up and shows you the scar and he says I have a Neuralink chip implanted. And I'm going to show you how it works. I have here my phone. It's connected. And, and, and he's going to collapse. The light starts to dim. And he's like, I am alive again. (laughs) (laughs) I was just saying it was going to singe his brain. And then he was going to collapse. He was going to be tweeting from his brain. Look, man, the, I got self-driving Tesla and it makes terrible mistakes. I wouldn't take a brain chip. Maybe in like 20 years. I mean, but even then, I don't even know about I that. Want, well, well, I don't t- want it. I would never take it. Tell me this, another selfish plug. So I have a show coming out uh, at the beginning of the year on The Blaze. And uh, the set is going to be a, a, a blimp. So sorry, Tim, that this is relevant. And so I was thinking about calling it the mother blimp and saying that my mom's consciousness before she died was transferred to a computer and that she actually runs the blimp and then i'm going to talk to my dead mom on the show is that too much <laughs> a, a little bit a little bit yeah spirit is a lot are you going to have like a like a voice of course, a speaker yeah, talking voice. to you yes yes of course I'll is it going to be a, like a, a voice a robotic texting? yes type voice yeah is that too much is that yeah. i mean <laughs> sounds, i'm definitely watching funny man. okay good you know amazon's sure. attempting to do that to create to capture people. Duh, you can live with your grandmother forever. Would Gigi, you, you see Gigi forever you, in a computer simulation. Yeah, duh. Would you they do They want it? to do this. Would I do it? No, I mean, it's like buying a picture frame of your mom you can look at, like a digital picture frame. Like I'm saying they want to make a VR where you have some sort of like, you know, spirit. I don't know. I mean, it would feel weird, but it's like a sex doll or something. I wouldn't buy that and never have sex with that. So, Would you do BrainLink, NeuralNet? Would I do yeah, that are you personally? In it? No, I would not. No, that's. I think that's like... And I'm not even some super religious person, but that's like the transhumanist satanic thing. Now, as soon as you do that, you die, I feel like. Just because... Right. Oh, we're going to say... Go, well, I just, I just think that's like the last... Come on, we, we are humans that have souls you know we're not like you know we're, we're, we're a soul that has a body we're not a we're not a thumb that just happens to have a soul we're a soul that happens to have a thumb if that makes sense so I get we, it. we have some important thing inside of us so as soon as we like 
neural connected we tap into it we lose it i feel like so that's why it's important that we do die and I, that's why i'm almost starting to believe in almost reincarnation i know that sounds weird but i feel like uh, and to go back to my mom r.i.p i miss you so much but i feel like i see her like she's around like she's maybe reincarnated sometimes like i feel her energy ian asked earlier if we were in a simulation and uh i'm fine with that interpretation but i feel like we i had this conversation with seamus before that simulation theory feels like rudimentary Christianity or like very, very rudimentary religion in general, yeah. where it's like, if, if you're going to come and say that you think we live in a constructed universe made by a higher, like a uh, form of life or something, I'm like, sure. But there have been people who have been, you know, theorizing, hypothesizing and philosophizing upon that concept for thousands of years. We just didn't have computers. So they didn't call it a simulation. They just called it God who created the universe with purpose and reason and created life. So I kind of feel like, you know, I agree. Uh, I don't, I don't really follow any organized religion, but I do believe there's a God. I do believe in something akin to a soul. I don't know. I, I kind of feel like the reason I bring it up is because of what you were saying. And then you asked about simulation and it ties back into how crazy the universe is. And me personally, I understand probability. I understand math, but you see what's been going on in news and in the world. And it certainly just does not feel like we're on this track of randomness. It the, certainly Tim, feels I like, this hold stat. on, I just the, want to make one more point. There's a reason some of the most powerful people in the world worship Moloch and demonic entities and try to summon them in. It's been documented that there's something else beyond our physical existence that is there energetically within uh, different dimensions that we can't quantify and understand. No, Absolutely, because the, the most important people in our world do, do play in that realm. Well, don't forget about Moloch. I want to go back on it. But I mean, the idea that everything came from nothing, that's the same as a tornado going through a junkyard and creating a 747 on the other end. It's just impossible. I mean, it's just, you know, that's why. I know you think scientifically, you know, this and that. Well, I just, well no, look, look uh, you know, I'm not trying to dismiss what you're saying. I'm just saying to think about it like the, the mechanisms of the universe and the, the organization of free energy is just a component of the creator. Yeah, I know, I, and that's why I think there just has to be a creator, and I don't even want to try to sound like a, a Bible banger, but they'll even tell you that, like, you know, if a trillion monkeys punched, you know, on a trillion keyboards, that they would be able to write Shakespeare. That's not possible. Right. So I think Cassandra, <laughs> she was like, have you ever seen a monkey? She's like, they'll just poop all over me. Yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> so. Yeah, I think it is possible in the definition of the word, but that doesn't dismiss that there could be something creating the order that we notice. You think it's possible that even if a trillion monkeys were hitting a trillion at a trillion times times a trillion seconds, you do think that they could accidentally hit it and recreate Shakespeare? Technically, well, well, hold on, yeah, hold on. technically. A trillion is a lot of monkeys. That's what I'm saying. You know I'm saying I mean? a trillion, like, trillion. You guys actually think that a monkey hitting a keyboard would even with an infinite see with an infinite amount of times i know in my head even with an infinite infinity loop de loop they would never no no, no I, I, I disagree you I disagree. and i a million tim pools times a trillion could never recreate shakespeare i just dis i disagree a trillion times infinity tr a trillion maybe but infinity no because you basically what you're saying is that with an infinite number of monkeys, it's completely limitless, the iterations of which they're smashing the keyboard. That's what they're going to tell you mathematically, yes. Yeah, yeah that's the caveat. But the likelihood is so close to zero, like it's point zero 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 percentage is zero and yeah you would say like realistically it's very unlikely that that would happen i don't think it's an accident i don't think that people accidentally typed up reality as we know it it seems like this twisting and turning of gravity and of subatomic particles is all like uh counter and interrelated and when you look at the cosmic microwave background radiation from the big bang this web 
of energy that's flexing through planetoids, beating our hearts. I, it could be an accident. It could yeah, be and an that accident. cosmic radiation. You know that always should. You know, and that shows us as the center of the universe. And that's why I do. I do believe we are the center. But listen, listen. This is what I'm just saying. One of the biggest lies that I believe that is done on human mankind right now is they want to make you think that you're just some sort of cosmic accident that came from the Big Bang, so that you are an atheist, so that you don't have any sort of you know moral responsibility for your actions here on Earth. And that, like, your life doesn't really matter because when your life doesn't matter, you're able to be indoctrinated in whatever. Have you read about near-death experiences? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty familiar with it, yeah. I've, I, was reading, I read a book where it was just like they went around asking different people and they found overwhelmingly, the overwhelming majority experienced very, very similar things in very different circumstances. Like they experienced yeah. a, a giant ball of warmth and love and this feeling of being pulled towards it. And then there were other people who described things that were like seemingly random or nonsensical. Mm -hmm. And so they were like, it seems like 80% of the stories are, are very, very similar. Whether they were in a hospital, whether they were in the street, whether they were in a car accident, the, the overwhelming majority experienced something very, very similar, described it in a very, very similar way. That there was this like bright light ball of energy before them that they were being drawn towards that felt like warmth and love. It's the sun. <laughs> What's up? It's magnetic. Yo, we live in a magnetic universe and our souls are magnetic, magnetically derived pieces of energy. And the sun is yanking us towards it and our bodies are anchoring it to the earth, our bones but when your bones Maybe. aren't anchoring it anymore, man, your soul's free to roam. Something weird is going on. Okay, so what are we going to do about these chips? I'm hey, freaking I, I gotta out. I got to know, Alex, before we move on, what do you think yeah. is the purpose of humanity? I mean, is there a purpose I, uh, for us? Uh, I, I almost feel like we are just entertainment for the creator. At this point, we're like the Jerry Springer. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my gosh, look at this Alex Stein call AOC a big booty Latina, and it's going to make people go insane. I think it's a sorting algorithm as a rudimentary way to describe it. Mm -hmm. You know, we talk about heaven and hell. I was I was looking at a comic. Uh, it was a Far Side comic, and there was uh, a, a cow standing before two two pathways, and they both went to the uh, uh, the, the grinder or whatever whatever it's called, like the processing plant. Mm -hmm. And it was like choose wisely. I can't remember exactly what the comic was. And I started thinking about it, and I was like, when you're when you're here on Earth, the way we view it, the way I was taught it religiously, is that it's like be good and you can go to the kingdom of heaven. Be bad and you'll suffer suffer for eternity. And then I've talked to people who are like, believe in simulation theory. And then I was like, to my more secular friends, think of it like a sorting algorithm. Don't think of it like being deemed worthy. Think of it like we're here on earth and it's not so much that you are good or bad. It's are you, you're being sorted. We don't want these, they go here. We do want these, they come here. And the idea is that you want to go to the place where the creator wants you to be. Like you don't got to put the emotion into it. I'm just saying it feels like we're here on earth with free will to make decisions, to live our life. This is just how I see things. And then uh, to try and, and do the best we can for creation, for the organization, for uh, expansion of humanity. All this, all this good, the things that we've described as generally good. And then when we die, our soul is sorted into the good side. Like, okay, this, this, this soul on earth, they did good. We're sorting that into good. This one did bad. We're sorting it to bad. It's just simple like... There you go. Yeah. I would say with the way that the universe and nature, uh, with the way that they usually work, if there's demons, which your politicians believes that there's demons out there, there has to be angels. So um, I, I think there's a lot of different things that we don't understand. I don't think we're supposed to understand it. I think this is a big test. I think it's a big challenge, and you got to prove yourself. And um, all right, entertain us. Eat well, all no, three no. chips. I, I, got, think, <laughs> I think you should. I think you should do it for the members only. I got two questions. Members it, only, and I don't mind doing it which, for that. Which direction are we headed, Moloch or blue chips? You can say blue. Oh chips no, we should there? go after Moloch because that is what you know. It kind of ties the Alex Jones stuff, you know, and that's one of the things that he exposed was going to 
the uh, Bohemian, Bohemian Grove, Grove, where you know he was able to go in there and they do an actual you know sacrifice of a you know they use like an idol, a fake baby, and they you know sh- mock child effigy, sacrifices. Yes, to to Moloch, which they is a big light on fire. Yeah, yeah and, and see that's what I talk about too. I talk about this, and I, I don't know if I said this last time, but like the, their plan, the evil people that rule the world, it's literally out of the Bible. Not that they believe in the Bible; these are actually Satanists. Like I actually believe Barack Obama is a gay Muslim, but ne- for, for neither here nor there. I'm not here to talk about that. What I'm saying, it comes out of the Bible. It's Genesis chapter 11, verse nine. You flip that to him, 9/11, getting weird. What is that? That's the story of the Tower of Babel. In that story, Nimrod is wants to build a kingdom to, you know, wants to build a tower to the kingdom of heaven to kill God, and God makes everybody speak different languages, and they break up in different tribes. So they want to reverse engineer that plan. People like Hillary Clinton, the people that, you know, supposedly drink the quote-unquote, you know, blood of whatever. Adrenochrome. Yeah, we can't say that. I don't know if we can say that. You but, can't. Yeah, it's okay, oxidized okay, adrenaline. Okay, oxidized that. adrenaline. I don't know if that's true. But, well, I don't uh, know. But th- this no. is this is quote-unquote in a video game Minecraft version. <laughs> this is uh, Call of Duty. We're talking about Call of Duty. Uh, Someone yeah, should and, make that video game, actually. And so it is the well. reverse engineer. That's the one world order. And I do believe that to be true because it doesn't make sense. Like It's almost like they even talk about it. And, and, and I'm not even a Star Wars person, but they want one galactic federation in Star Wars. I saw some meme about that. And I'm not even a Star Wars. I'm just saying that's what they want. They all want us under one rule. Ruler, it's probably not going to happen in our time, but it will happen one day. But, I believe, but, so. but let's like, I guess, secularize that idea. Mm-hmm. There are, uh, like, like Hitler believed in the occult. There yeah. are world leaders who believe these things. It doesn't mean yeah. those things are true. If there is a powerful individual who is doing something, you know, trying to summon a demon or you know, doing weird sacrifices or things or like you know, spirit cooking, whatever, it doesn't mean any of it's real in terms of magic. It means they think it is, and they're doing really messed up stuff. Right? Yeah, you know but they're, they're yeah, mocking but, a sacrifice of a baby. Is it? But, most people there are probably just like there for the ride, and then are there no, people that really screaming. Think? Marina Abramovich, yes. what Marina Abramovich did, and she was just recently on a Microsoft video. They had to take her down. I mean, she does look up her, look up Marina Abramovich's blood spirit cooking. Co- yeah, spirit cooking. Disgusting. Look at Baal. Look, look yeah. Yeah. At Balenciaga also as well. I mean, the ball tape, yeah. And, and why would these very important people, the, some of the most powerful, some of the most busiest people in the world, spend their times getting away in a weekend, getting naked in robes, chanting and cheering on and celebrating the, the, the burning effigy of a small baby? Do they did, think did, it's, did you see the Babylon Bee article? Ball distances himself from Balenciaga. Yeah, that's, oh, that's hilarious. hilarious. Do, do people think that Moloch is giving them power? I'm sure. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Like, you got to get Klaus Schwab and all these people on here, and, and then you got to ask them themselves. See, like, they like Aleister Crowley, and Aleister Crowley used to do this, like, gimmick where he would, um, in New York City, he would start mimicking somebody's walk. He would, like, walk all weird, and then all of a sudden, like, so let's say somebody in front of him was walking weird, and then all of a sudden, Aleister Crowley would fall, and then the guy would fall, and then everybody watching was like, oh, my gosh, he's Satanist. He, you know, he channeled that. And really, the guy was, like, in on the gimmick, and everybody yeah. was, you know, was uh, all, totally, all you know, bamboozled and then that like Aleister Crowley would go and he would do a, a party trick quote unquote where he'd get like the he would smell people's breath and have the nastiest the person with the nastiest breath spit in his mouth so like this is a person that they worship Aleister Crowley like that's yep. a leader of these Satanists so that's like how sick these people are that, that Hitler was even looking up to yeah no, Aleister they all, Crowley they all love Aleister Crowley yep what about Rasputin was he involved in that kind of stuff? I, I'm not well, Hitler was an occultist. Expert, so. A lot of people don't know this. And he yes. was also a part of a secret society. Uh, was it the Talmud Society that he was a part of? Uh, but but Hitler used to do a lot of weird, crazy, satanic, occultist stuff that a lot of people don't even know about. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, like, and, and I'll tell you... No, but no, i got to say this. I actually got to get this for... Uh, 
Uh, $1,299. You can send me your credit card and you can join the Church of Scientology, L. Ron Hubbard. We're going to get you on a Dianetics program if you want to go clear. Uh, Is that please. what they call it? Yeah, that's what clear. we call it. Call yes. It. Are you kidding? So don't you're not, insult the man so in his not, religion. So you don't like Dianetics, Tim? Okay, first of all, guys, <laughs> whoa, whoa, this whoa, is the I only way. L. Ron Hubbard is our creator. We, Azinu, is our galactic overlord. We live for a billion years. If you're willing to sign the billion-year contract with the Sea Org, which I did, one of the best agreements I've ever been a part of. It's a one-way type deal, but still really good for them. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no, you guys can all join. So I just need your credit card. I need your mother's maiden name. You didn't know he your, was related whoa, to Tom Cruise? Hold on, hold on. He, do yeah. you look like his uncle? stuff down, or do you just come up with it? On top a of little your bit head? of both, but I mean, when you're a Scientologist, you're so clear. You're like Tom Cruise. It's like, hey, listen, everybody called Tom Cruise crazy when he said, "Oh, don't take pharmaceuticals," and now every anti-vaxxer is like, "Oh, love Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise." He was right he on the money, it, and he, he was, was right. right on the money. Welcome oh, to Scientology, right. Leah Remini. But come back, baby. Come serious back. question that you said <laughs> it was a really good deal for them. Like it was, it was like a perfectly ex- like executed joke. Like, did you did you write that down in advance, or is this? Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. You just come up with this stuff. Well, we know that it's a good deal for Scientology. It's supposed to be a good deal for them because they're helping clear <laughs> the planet. Yeah, no, but that's what it's about. It's about doing a good deal for them, for Elrond. Where can dude. people send that credit card information? Uh, you can no, just no, go no, to, no. yeah, it's <laughs> alexi 99 on Twitter. And, you know, I'm just going to be honest with you. At first, the road's a little bumpy, but once you get to my level, OT7, we're, I'm almost clear. I'm almost a pimp on a real blimp. And, guys, I have secret knowledge. I got my new show, uh, Leah Remini. I'm going to expose her. So, yeah, if you guys want to join, you can be a pimp on a blimp, too. I, I bought Dianetics. I bought the book. Uh, yeah, I know. This is like you 10, bought it from me, years. and he's joined, and now he's in, and I now was, we're gonna take over the world. So no, but but seriously, You're I was, welcome, Elron Hubbard. Zina, 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 Zudazi. I was skating down Hollywood Boulevard, and they had the guys outside the Scientology building, mm-hmm. and they waved to me, and yes. he and he asked me if I knew what it was, and I said I've heard about it, and he's like, oh, what do you know? And then I explained like the Zenu, the aliens. He's like, where'd you hear that? A cartoon? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, do you get all your facts from cartoons? Well, and I nice. laughed, and I was like, no. And he's like, how about you come and I tell you what it's really about? And I was like, okay. And I sat down. He gave me the book, and he was like, whatever your thoughts on this are. And I did like the e meter test thing, like we like it didn't make sense to me. Nothing oh, yeah. happened. It just didn't work. I don't know what he was trying to do. But then he was the book was twenty bucks, and he was like, don't you think you should know what the book says before you criticize it? And I was like, you're correct. I'll, I'll, I'll read it. And then I read the first chapter and I was just like, this is nonsense. What? Yeah. yeah I, well, you know, like I'm not going to pretend to be an expert. I read one chapter, but it felt like it was doing, uh, it was like exploiting truisms, saying things that feel like it makes sense and then trying to give you a solution to something. And I, I just felt like it was. Well, that's what he did too. He was like, here's this wild idea. Don't you want to buy the book before you criticize my wild idea? And you're like, right. well, well, guys, this, this is the thing. It's like self-reflection and, you know, uh, basically, you know, they do it where they put you on the cans where you're basically just doing like intense psychoanalysis. That does make people theoretically feel better. But the problems with Scientology is how they excommunicate you if you leave the church. So say like your wife is still in. She's not allowed to talk to you. You're not allowed to see yeah. your kids. And then on top of that, they're very predatory. They get young people and they'll get their credit card information. And the Church of Scientology will get credit cards and these people's... Uh, name and buy books with it so the evil stuff like that is terrible other than that you know it's probably not bad to do some self-help and be in a group like there's probably worse groups 
But those two things are just disgusting, and I think that's what makes when you watch that stuff, like Going Clear, and you watch those documentaries about him. Those are the two worst things they do. They have this excommunication thing, where it's like if you're if you were a part of the church and you leave, you're now an enemy. You're not just a nobody. You're an actual combatant against us. Let's go to Super Chats. If you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, and become a member at TimCast.com? We have the Green Room Green Room episode 35 is up, where it's the entire behind-the-scenes mini-documentary about what happened that day with Ye. If you're interested in seeing what he, how he was uh, talking and how, you know, how he was behaving, or he was, like a lot of chill conversations and just you know, normal stuff, yeah. that's up now. But uh, we'll read your Super Chats. Just Political BS says, don't you think that video of the Chinese being led to quarantine camps is horrifically similar to the old videos of Jews being led to the trains? I saw that video on Twitter. I played it in my report today. It's pretty eerie. There's also a detention facility that was burned down in one of the provinces as well. Is it confirmed oh. that they were leading people to trains? Because I didn't see trains. No, it or- was buses that bust them to the quarantine camp. And again, these quarantine camps are absolutely atrocious. They're horrible. There's not enough bathroom facilities, and people just essentially just live like dogs, get thrown food if they're lucky. Uh, and this this bigger revolution happened because of what happened at Foxcom. A lot of the workers there were locked in there for mi- multiple days without proper food, without proper bathroom facilities. Were forced to live there, and then they oftentimes do live there. Yeah, yeah, oftentimes. But but they said that there was a, co- a COVID case in there, so they had to lock everyone down, prevented people from leaving, and that's not what started the protest. The, the the factory workers left, but then the factory, the the Foxcom Apple factory, promised them a bonus if they would come back. Then they did come back, and then they didn't give them the bonus. And this is what created wow. the uprising at Foxcom. If you want to be upset with the danger of Nazism, look at people that are bussing people into quarantine camps right now. Yeah, if you want to have a real conversation about totalitarianism and 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 fascism, let's look at what's happening in China. Well, All right. it's as simple as this. is Once you start trading your literal freedom for safety, you end up with neither. So that's what happens in China, guys. They're not going to have either. Chris Case says, wonder if Ye has fallen into the crazy Canadian mind control expert. He did warn Ye to chill or he would regret it. Uh, there's another in the same vein. Salty Larry says, that story about his trainer threatening to drug him. I'm beginning to wonder if he did get psyoped. He laid a stink bomb with Trump, then Tim Cast and now Jones. It's like a planned demolition. Some people have been super chatting and commenting that it feels like Ye is sabotaging elements of the right, right as Trump uh, mm. announces. As yeah, if but it's that's like a what they thing. say about me. They say that for everybody. I'm, <laughs> I just know, saying, I'm not saying it's they true. They probably say that about you. They say that. Every, I mean, you know, that's yeah. just they're just looking at something to complain about. I don't think that's the case. If anything, he probably actually makes more people based in reality, even if they don't agree with us more. So I actually do believe he brings more people to the populist movement. Then, uh, you know, like, let's say if it was freaking some weird leftist celebrity ran, if that makes sense. All right. Cool. Uh, Cooler says it's refreshing, refreshing, refreshing and frustrating how Ian seems to be the only one who understands how a mental illness works. Not an excuse, but people need to understand. I've, I think I've, I've went through a firsthand kind of like it was like marijuana induced psychosis, but it was also I was making a lot of Internet videos and watching my own eyes and believing my own shit. Like when you become you know, what you think you are, you can become anything and it can make you really, really crazy. So I've been there. I know what it's like to have a thousand people all telling you you're great and then f- going along with that ride and like getting twisted. And I want to be there for people that might be experiencing that because it was very lonely at the time. And- well, and I got to make this point too. And somebody, you know, forget this guy that said it about me, but it's like, you know, a thousand people say something good. You only hear the one person that says something so, bad. Yeah. It's and weird. that can drive yeah. you insane too. Yeah. yeah. So Definitely. you need friends. The key is friends, friendship. 
It's uh, lonely at the top, as they say. Yeah, you need people to tell you that you're acting out of line and to be there for you and listen. Tim mm-hmm. can't even go to Olive Garden. Which is a travesty because what the bread sticks. Well, you're worried that they might do something to your food. Is that Not correct? out here. I don't think here. Out here, okay. So now you can go to Olive Garden and get unlimited breadsticks. I didn't know that. So now I'm less sympathetic to you, Tim. Good for you. Like when you go to a, so it's it's a mixed bag. I go to a city and I'll hear people say like, "Yo, what up, big fan," but you don't hear. You do hear the "f you, Tim Pool" stuff too. Mm -hmm. And uh, people, this is why Trump uh, eats fast food because he he walks in and they see the burgers already done and made they can't screw with it you right. know so it's it's safer for them so that's, are, that's a harsh reality man are some cities breadstick friendly and some cities not breadstick friendly i'm not going to eat the glutens the starchy carbs i know but if you know with your wedding Olive night, garden is yeah, good yeah, man that's what I'm saying if you're I just, do like Olive garden your last meal you're on death row Oh, they, they, they used to have the, they got, the Olive Garden. I used to go to had pesto sauce. They got rid of it. I don't know if the other one. I think still, they still have pesto, I believe. It's so good. The creamy pesto sauce. Everything just give me the endless pasta bowl. And delicious. Just, no, you know, I really do. Uh, I would rather have like, I don't know, just like a ribs or something. You yeah. know? But Diego, the manager at the Olive Garden on Technology Boulevard, if you're watching this, Fuck you, dude. <laughs> what did Diego do? I don't want to talk about it. I got in a little trouble taking some breadsticks home, and they're, now they're trying to exclude me. Oh, now yeah. I can only order online. Unlimited. And so now I used to be able to do in the car, and now he, Diego's like, oh, no, don't deliver to that. They know my forerunner. And so yeah. if you're watching this, Diego, I was so chill with you, dude. Your daughter's quinceanera. Remember I bought her that pinata? I don't want to get into it. Let's I, I, I remember when you were, you were talking about it, man. That's, that's our Yeah, I'm going to clip this and email it to him because he only does email. <laughs> all right, all right. Tyler B. says, clearly Ye is purposefully destructing, self-destructing to ruin his brand, most likely to get back at his handlers who threatened to lock him up and drug him. They were greedy, and the only way out is scorched earth. Maybe uh, there are a lot of people who got rich off of Ye, right? And this is true for anybody. When you're getting big, there are people around you that'll like work with you, that'll do business dealings with you because you don't do it by yourself. You work hard and then, you know, you'll get, you'll get someone who supplies you the materials, you'll get someone who does the production, you'll get someone who does the marketing. Yay Imploding strips them of their wealth and access as well, but he's got his money and his properties and his bank accounts. They may be freezing it, they may be taking it away, but it's possible, I'm just saying to entertain Tyler B's comment, that Yay's like, after everything is said and done in the self-destruction, I have 100 million, I'm set for life, I'm going to take everyone down around me who screwed with me. But, but really, the, the true story here is, what is Diego do, doing to, to, to Alex Stein? I mean, yeah. Diego clearly, gave. this is the more important, bigger story here that we need to focus on. He's limiting. I can't even. I can't even do the car side Diego? order. Yeah, I can't even Diego. do car side ordering. And I know he's going to watch this. And, you know, honestly, listen, I'll be, I'll be totally honest. Uh, my wife and Diego, they have a history. My wife and Diego, Diego was my wife's boyfriend for a little bit until this whole fiasco happened. And then I went up to their work and I almost got him. I tried to talk to the corporate office. It's a long story. I'll just say this much. You guys better let me get my freaking breadsticks or else we're going to have freaking issues. And I'm on the biggest podcast on YouTube and I know you're watching this. (laughs) That's not true. And yes, it is true, Tim. (laughs) Shut your mouth. And this is true in Olive Garden. This is the biggest ever. And I'm going to tweet this at you and you allow me to eat breadsticks. I'm sick of going to freaking Rockwall 75 miles away from my house. Because of Diego and my wife having an affair behind my back. I've been very cool about it, Olive Garden. So let me go back. Not, not cool, Diego. Not cool, man. So yeah, this, criminal this, trespass this, warning. Lift it now, Olive. This one's interesting. Uh, Team DATL says, Ian, Ye said after the Laura Loomer phone call, 
His misstep was singling out a group of people when it's the devil and the banks. I think Alex showed him the context he needed with Jews. Is that today? He talked with Laura? Yeah. Laura, they, she called and he put her phone up But on the then microphone. afterwards, they continued saying the same yeah, kind of it, wild it, stuff it is, that they did. It is a problem. He didn't if stop there's, after Loomer. If there's a cabal of people of any kind that are conspiring to destroy your bank and your, make your life a living hell, if that's real, that's a huge issue. Well, I mean, Carlin himself said, like, it's one of his early clips, but I think it was in the mid-2000s mid when it was late, George Carlin said, like, they don't, they have the same interests, they don't need to have a meeting, they don't need to have a cabal or, like, a legitimate conspiracy, they have all the same, you know, et cetera, et cetera, they have the same, um, they go to the same schools, they went to the same doctors, et cetera, et cetera, there's no need for an actual meeting and an actual, like, formal conspiracy they already have the same interests their vested interests they already have the same things going for them and i don't think they have to all be jewish i don't think that's i think that's a totally wrong thing to look at it i think that's where you're making a mistake tradesman says hey guys i wanted to drop in and try to encourage you i've seen an absurd amount of trolling on your vids lately remember that the guys yelling will be heard first but us quiet fans still support you you know uh, i really do appreciate it and i'll point out too that uh we, we distribute the show more ways than just youtube and it's really obvious when it's a troll campaign, like you get fake emails, you get fake comments because they only do it in one place. And right. so it's like, hey, that's weird. We distributed the show in this manner and 98% positive response. But then on YouTube, there's something specific to YouTube. So whatever it is that we're doing on the show, it is not show wide. It is platform. It right. is unique to a specific platform. So, you know, that, that, that says something to me. If, if like 80% of the audience is like, you know, here's what we disagree on, here's what we agree on, and they're respectful, and then you go to one platform where you get like a, a higher percentage of people concern trolling, it just, it doesn't work. It's yeah. like, guys, like we can tell it's not legitimate because it's not widespread. It's like isolated. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I'm learning to just kind of accept it. I'm not anywhere near your level, Tim, but I mean, there's, I have trolls, you know, I would say almost stalkers that everywhere I go, they want to troll me, you know, anytime I'm on a, as a guest in somebody else's podcast, they're always leaving negative content or comments. So it's like, you know, I don't really care if it doesn't affect my content. I kind of like it in a weird way, but I guess at your level, it might, it might just be uh, annoying, but, but I kind of like it. It kind of shows me that I'm doing good. And I said this earlier before we, you know, started the podcast, I said, you know, it's better for somebody to be talking bad about you than to not be talking about you at all. You disagreed. That's where, you know, I think that well, is the case. So what I was saying is, uh, and we'll keep it a little light. Maybe I'll talk a, a little bit about it in the members only show. I don't care about trolls. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been troll. I like, I've done my share of trolling back. I've been on the internet since I was yeah. a little kid. You know, I think trolling's funny. I think people go in the chat and they're posting weird jokes about me. It's like, I, I laugh. Like yeah. there's a meme where my brain is a blimp and there's a basket hanging from my, my head <laughs> and my body's in it. And so it's like, how does that work? It's funny. But the problem is. The real challenge about the negativity is when people that, uh, childhood friends, who like the last thing you said was, love you, buddy, see, see you on the flip side, they decide to try and make money off your name by mm. piling on and, 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 you know, people you considered to be good friends, making up rumors or lying about you, things like that, because it's clout chasing. Because right. it's, it's the, for whatever reason, you know, there's that video that I think we all retweeted where the guy said the world is driven by envy. Mm -hmm. And it was really interesting because he said, the despite the fact that the world has improved dramatically and that from you know me in the great depression to where i am now people are registering more unhappiness it's it's not about greed because life is better it's about envy that they see someone else with something and he's right and it's kind of something that i've brought up before too in a different way his his was absolutely like explaining it better than i ever could but i would often say like you today have better dental care than rockefeller did 
you know, 100 years ago mm-hmm. or whatever, that poor people in this country are overweight, that poor people have access to clean water, that your average apartment has air conditioning and a, uh, a refrigerator in it. Mm-hmm. And those were luxury items back in the day, but people are still unhappy. It's not even a point that I just came up with. It was, I think it was, um, uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, that, who's that comedian who was beating it on the phone with those women? You know what I'm talking Louis about? Louis C.K.? Yeah, Louis C.K. Yeah, right. He said, it's, things are better than ever, but people are miserable. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's kind of crazy, you know? Yeah, but that's also, too, because I believe the SSRIs. Like, I don't know how much medical stuff we can say, but I just believe we have a pharmaceutical system that people will say, you know what? Um, I'm a little depressed. And then we give people an SSRI that, you know, actually, you know, increases the thoughts of suicide. So, I don't know. I think there's a lot of reasons why we're so depressed that, like, you can see a housewife with a million-dollar mansion and a great husband with no stress and just have some of the most depression. So, I, I do think there's, like, some... Uh, you know, artificial influences that cause a lot of the mass psychosis, depression that's happening. We were talking about this yesterday. A lot of people are drugged up and medicated more than a lot of people would even expect and understand mm-hmm. to a very dangerous level by a very bad industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, I love the medical, the pharmaceutical industry. You guys are so great. <laughs> They're the best. Yeah. All right. Let's grab one. We got Raymond G. Stanley Jr. He says, IRL is the go-to non-cult political show. When Ye said he got what he wanted, maybe he meant ballot harvesting. He'll learn. He'll be back if he's serious. I agree. Like, here's what I think. Someone, someone tweeted in response to hearing that Ye was coming on the show that he must be desperate. And I'm like, yeah, I, I, I agree. Like, we're not, we're not the biggest show. We're, not, uh, we're, we're decently sized, I suppose. I look at a bunch of other shows that are always bigger. You know, I, I just kind of, you know, we do our thing. And he even mentioned pre-show, he was like, I don't need to do these podcasts. You know, it's no, there's no point for me. And then he, he literally said, but there's something I get out of him like that right there. So it was clear that he was like, don't need to be here. Don't care. It's a waste of my time. Ballot harvesting was beneficial to me. And then he got up and left. Yeah. Yeah. The, the campaign, he, he did it for to see if he could boost his campaign. I think that's the whole point is to it, get he more people to join more. his yay, yay 24. He did and not then even, totally destroy it on Alex yeah, Jones. He, he, but but, but hold, hold on. Hold that on, was, Ian. I think, why they came. We, we before the show said let's talk about the campaign and they were like yes of course and then the first thing he does is say we're not talking like no and he changes the subject then he gets mm-hmm. up and walks out mm-hmm. like so i think he got what he needed he learned something and then he felt like he learned all he needed to learn and he left but the you know ballot harvesting alone ain't gonna win you an election you gotta, you gotta rally the the entirety of the human race if you want to win an election against the military industrial complex right now yeah i i i i don't completely agree i i think we've seen if uh the polling showed Republicans with a massive red wave. And why didn't it happen? Because likely voters, as a polling metric, make no sense anymore. Because ballot harvesting is the rule of the land. Mm-hmm. That, that's it. So now you've got non-likely voters voted, and so all the polls about who's likely to vote didn't make sense. Yeah. And they're like, how did that happen? It's because of ballot harvesting. How many states was it? 39 states again? 39 states. It's legal. I think in... And it used to be hard to actually get mail-in ballots, but now right, because right. of COVID, now you just, oh, no big deal. Here you go, you know? So, so pre, pre-COVID, with absentee ballots, it was hard to do ballot harvesting in this mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Now... You just like, had to register for one. You didn't just get, you didn't right. just get one willy-nilly. Now people are, uh, uh, people are just getting them all over the place. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm pretty people sure... People that were dead 12 years ago, I'm seeing. And, and not only that, uh, I'm pretty sure people who work for... I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure people who live in West Virginia who moved from California, got their vote. Even though they changed their address, moved to West Virginia, registered, California sent their ballot to West Virginia. Yeah. That's just crazy, man. Yeah. Knowing that they were in West Virginia. Yes. All right. What do we got? Let's see. Crip DJ says, ladies and gentlemen, this is grade A 100% uh, put to copium. 
pure, pure copium. copium. Yeah, it says put though. So, um, but I don't understand why that is. You know, I, I will say that people project. Everyone is so adamant they know that everyone thinks and feels the exact same same way they yeah. do. Mm-hmm. Uh, an important lesson is they don't. Yeah. People think and feel different things. You know, uh, there are a lot of people that just want to be famous. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of people that don't want to be famous. And the people who want to be famous are adamant that those who claim they don't are lying. Yeah. Because they assume like, no way. If I want it, so do you. You're lying. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, or like being rich and things like that. I know a bunch of hardworking people who, I learned this lesson when I was young, man. I was working backstage at this event, was hanging out with this famous band. And when they were wrapping up, I had like all access as a, a staff. And I was like, I'm going to get some people backstage. They're going to be so excited. And so I went outside and I was like, hey, you guys want to hang out backstage? And they're like, nah, I'm cool. And I was like, what? What do you mean? No. Like, of course, everybody here wants. And they're like, nah, we're cool. And I was like, we're, we're, we're hanging out with our friends. We're drinking. We don't got time for this. And I was like, huh. And this was when I was like 18. And I was like, oh, I thought everybody would want to hang out backstage. No, it's not true. Well, I know you're Mr. Cool Tim Pool, but I would think anybody that actually can actually turn on that webcam and click record, you want some sort of fame. You want enough fame where you can have an audience. I mean, I know you don't need to be like freaking, you know, uh, on NBC, but I think there is some sort of level of ha- wanting to have an audience and chasing fame that I think even you have a little bit, Tim. Maybe, but a little. I think the reason for the success of this show is, is because of uh, the inverse of that. Mm-hmm. Like when I started doing this show, I was getting 10,000. the 10, anti-famous, famous show. Well, I, I think people who want, people who like succeed because they want something, they want to work hard. I think there are people who want to be famous and then find ways to get it. But this show started as a component of me with like 10,000 viewers. And just like waking up and recording for 10 minutes and being like, wow, this is cool. I'm making a living. And then it just started to grow and grow and grow. I didn't come out and be like, I have to have a million subs or anything. I didn't think it was possible. Like, I'm not even kidding. I was like, there's no way. Like, I will ever get that point. Like, the, 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 when I had 100,000 subs, it was thanks to Carl Benjamin. He, 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 does this, he, he hosts this video of mine. He asked me to do a video. And then all of a sudden, I got a silver play button. And then I got to multiply that by 10? I didn't think it was possible. But I just kept doing my thing. You know what I mean? It wasn't, it wasn't like I wanted a bunch of people to listen. It's just the way it is, I suppose. For people out there, though, do want to be famous, you got to really, really question is why do you want to be famous? Keep that in mind. Keep that at the forefront because fame is a byproduct. But if you do what you believe in, then you will feel good and the people that watch you aren't going to be traitors. If you just get famous just to get famous, the people in the crowd are going to know that you're a fraud. You're going to know that they don't know you're a fraud and then you're going to disrespect them. Like, do what you believe. Ian, first of all, you worked so hard, you know, and I'm not just trying to kiss your butt, though, but I mean, think about how many times you stream five nights a week and then just how many videos you put out during the day. So I think if anybody did that, put in that work ethic, it'd almost be impossible to be a failure, in my opinion. So kudos on that. But I'm primetime 99. I'm a pimp on a blimp. I want to be famous <laughs> Amos Cookies. I want to be in every corner of every store. I want, I'm Tucker Carlson's biological son. He will not claim me, but I want that known, and I want TMZ, everybody looking into so fame bring it i i don't have anything else i got nothing please i'm a pimp on a plan related to tom cruise too well Well, yeah thank you no if it wasn't for uh, tom cruise and what he did to protect xenu i wouldn't be here as well (laughs) we're gonna do iron a blimp one day that would be fun my set with starlink is going to be an interior of a blimp and the windows is going to be drone footage so it's going to look like we're floating (laughs) that's cool it's going to be cool tim max reddick says tim i'm with you on building a new culture as a TimCast member, but you must fight back against those trying to destroy you. You have the influence to help change this culture. Please push back against Cedar, Hassan, Klein, etc. 
I don't know what they're saying about me because I don't know. I don't care. You know, I, I just don't, I don't know what impact that has. Yeah. I think Hassan needs to, needs to accept Sam Hyde's challenge. Shout out to That'd Hassan. be epic. Let's do it. Come oh on. my gosh. Hassan needs to fight Sam Hyde. He would yeah. never, Sam Hyde would crush yeah, him. I will, I will, I will say this. Uh, Why I, don't you have I, Sam Hyde on this show? We we were going to actually, yeah, but I don't want I, I don't want to I, I I want to be careful because we usually don't announce guests because we don't want right. to. That would be uh, incredible. Yeah, Sorry. lovely human. Yeah. We we uh, we 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 did have scheduled a scheduling conflict happened. Yeah. And I know he doesn't like to be political. I don't think he tries to kind of stay away from that. He does. Yeah. I I, yeah. I want I want to say got one. The Andy Kaufman character mm-hmm. under under yeah. his thumb. There's one thing I can say. <clears throat> you know, I don't like talking about Sam Cedar because I don't like giving bad people attention. Right. But I have to stress that, like, I respect what Max is saying, and I understand why saying you have to push back, because I truly believe that Sam Cedar is a genuinely evil human being. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. What he does is he doesn't just take a photo of someone for a subject. Like, when you're making a thumbnail, you want the subject and you want them expressing something relevant to the emotion of, of, of the thumbnail. So if you say something like Joe Biden slams so-and-so over this policy or Joe Biden gets slammed. You use a photo that shows Joe Biden in that particular moment, preferably the moment in question. But if it's a news story without photos, you try and find a photo of the, of, of, of the individual in that context. What Sam does is he uses filters to make people look sickly. Yeah. And he uses audio filters to manipulate how they sound to try and win the arguments or to try and to just manipulate the view of these things. So when he was doing the review of our song, he put it through some weird filter to make it sound bad. Yeah. And whenever he uses me in a thumbnail, he uses... It's, it's a very weird filter that like puts pots on my face mm. and like sinks my eyes. He uses photos from like, he uses clips from like three years ago when I was mm. much, much fatter and like not from the, the show in question. And, they, and that is like a level of depravity that is, I mean, no, it's evil. Yeah. It's like, too, yeah. well, I remember cra- I, I just yeah. watched like a two minute clip. I don't ever watch Sam Cedar. And it was just a caller complaining about uh, J.P. Sears. And then in the clip, he's like, I, he sounded like he didn't know who J.P. Sears was. But basically, like, you know, rallied his troops to try to cancel him. He's like, if you know this yeah. comic, go, go get him. Make sure that any club dates he's at, you know, call. Wait. Just type in Sam Cedar, J.P. Sears. He basically like told his audience yeah. to make sure he gets canceled. On YouTube? That's a bannable offense. Yeah. Well, like, that I bypasses mean, strikes. Like, I mean, new- he, type he in made Sam Ben Shapiro Cedar, look like an elf. Type in Sam, uh, whatever, Sam Cedar, J.P. Sears. Or don't. Or don't. And that's and then yeah. like YouTube has the nerve to come to me and be like, allow us to suppress your content and promote this garbage. Mm. Yeah, yeah, well, I don't know. Sam Cedar sucks. But. It's it's remarkable how we can be called milk toast fence sitters, you know, sometimes facetiously and often derisively. And then they prop up some of the most violent, evil people on right. YouTube it's whose crazy. whole career is just cr- sowing hate and, and discord. Well, people don't realize it's not really what you want or what I want. It's kind of what we all want. And, and it sucks. It's, I'm not talking about communism, but it's more that populist mindset. So they're always going to say you're a fence sitter because you're not far enough right. So you're, yeah. you're never going to be far enough one way. It's weird, too, because it's like fence sitting, but also getting really angry and like supporting free speech and yeah. voting for Trump or something like right. that. It's like, I, you know. It was a meme from a few years ago, I can understand. But, you know, whatever, I don't care. People can call me whatever they want, you know. All right, can we get a, uh, we get a few more? Um, Hybrid says, Ian, I feel the same way about this being the apocalypse. I'm not one to religious, but the book of Revelation sure is lining up right about now. Just time travel. Yeah, it does feel like that. Like the global economy is about to shake and shatter. 
Um, governments are, are now questioning their own relevance and wonder if corporations should be in charge. Like everything is up for grabs, it feels like. Maybe not everything, but so much is about to change or is in, in change right now, and we're part of that change. Buffalo Bill says Timcast is staged like WWF. No lie. First of all, Buffalo Bill, they changed it to WWE. Yeah. And mm-hmm. as I mentioned already, I have here a script that Jack Posobiec personally delivered before the show. So we all had our lines. Yeah. That's right. Jack Posobiec, two hours before the show, gives us our lines. Everything we're saying right now is actually scripted. We study them and we're mm-hmm. all so smart that uh, we memorize a hundred, 200 page uh, script, per, a personal script. Uh, yeah. And then and then do it. Per, show well, I have the neural link from Elon. So oh, that's, that's right. how you did yeah, it. That's how I do it. You don't want to know what Ian does mm-hmm. and where he, he is puts the anal, his, yeah. the and where he puts his yeah, yeah. transponder. I'm very sensitive <laughs> to criticism. <laughs> All right, persistence over resistance says Tim. Who really funds Timcast? I know you have money, but I don't think you have the money necessary to fund an operation like Timcast. So who really funds Timcast? Same people who fund AJ. Uh, 100% owned and operated by me and funded by viewers like you. That is a fact. There's no investors. There's no patrons. I think we have like uh, a handful of people who give us 500 bucks a month. Because if you go to sign up for Timcast, there's like an option to give more to be a, to be a gift. Mm-hmm. A large amount of people give 25 and then most people just give 10 bucks as memberships. And that's it. That's, uh, uh, that's, that's the only way we're funded. And we use multiple uh, uh, payment uh, processors so we can track all of it. And like uh, I should say, like we know who our customers are and we have we we email with with members when they have issues. And this is the craziest thing. I don't understand why people can't believe it. They can't believe that this is all organic. Yeah. Don't ask me why. I don't know. Yeah. But but, sorry, sorry. So just one more thing on this. People are like they they either accuse me of being extremely arrogant, but at the same time are making the argument that I single-handedly built up this company and the revenue stream and all that, which must be impossible to do. So I'm like, which is it? Did I accomplish something that's crazy or am I arrogant and funded by the feds? Well, I'll just tell you my, my opinion. You know, I know there's people that are, we talked about it just for a second, you know, like uh, Adam Krigler and Anomaly. I'm not even, you know, uh, you know, people that are throwing shots at you and i've always been a loyalist to you because you've been a loyalist loyalist to me and i think that you're a stand-up guy and i think that in their you know circumstances that you know, you've done nothing egregious so i just think tim that that's going to come with the territory of being the top guy on youtube and i know you don't like to think of yourself as that but i just think some people are going to you know come after you and that's just it is what it is but i mean like i can think of a handful of podcasts that get more views even leftist podcasts get more views yeah but it's not about that i'm just saying i i I don't think it's a you know a a personal attack but there's people that are are, are, that have said stuff about you and i think it's unfair is what i'm trying to say i appreciate it man uh we'll we'll elaborate on that the members only show there's a lot to talk about especially eating those chips so if you haven't already would you Mm -hmm. kindly smash that like button subscribe to this channel share the show with your friends become a member at timcast.com for two big reasons one we have the behind the scenes. It's called the green room. It's it's the show where, where our guests are just kind of hanging out and talking to us. This one was a bit more elaborate because we actually flew out to meet with them as they traveled here. And it's 23 minutes long. So it's a mini documentary where, you know, Chris and Aaron are explaining how it went down because they were with them. They ate food with them at Matsutake. And then we're going to have this uh, insane video where Alex eats four. Oh, one chip so smash that like button. You can follow the show at Timcast IRL. You can follow me at Timcast. Alex, you want to shout anything out? Just AlexStein99 on Twitter, Primetime Stein on Instagram. If you can't find me, you ain't looking very hard.
Alex, thank you so much for coming out. This was a, a great, entertaining show. My YouTube channel is We Are Changed. Thank you so much for the Tupac shirt. This brought me oh, yeah. back a lot of memories because about 10 years ago, I was interviewing David Icke at Occupy Wall Street, and there was a black guy behind me in the video. Someone clipped that video and made a separate video, and I think it has millions or tens of millions of views with the caption, Tupac is alive, as <laughs> Tupac was behind me. So this brought back a lot of memories. And eight years ago, me and Mark Dice hit the streets of San Diego, and we went out there and told people that Tupac was alive, that there was a press conference, and everyone was like, oh my God, it's amazing. I knew it was true. I believed it. So that video is also available on uh, my YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash we are change. Uh, lots of goofs, lots of gaffes. Alex. This was fun. Thank you. And so I got to say this: on. you mentioned Mark Dice. Mark Dice made a call to action video to follow me. He's the reason my channel blew up. I'm wow. at 299 subscribers. Go follow me on YouTube, Alex Stein. Mark Dice. Thank you so much, Mark. Subscribe Great to Alex me. Stein on yeah. YouTube. Get up 300,000 subscribers tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Jesus of Nazareth is dead, <laughs> and I don't like saying this, but Jesus is dead, and the Christ that embodied him that he allowed into himself is still here with us and we use jesus in his life as a as a template for what we can become people like muhammad for his people and george washington who was willing to give up the power of god of king on earth we need to utilize what they gave us and and create something relevant to now with it and we can and thank you for being here with us while we're doing it what's up homie Hey, I want to say thanks very much for this Whitney Houston thing. I'm a big house music fan. I really appreciate that. It's not Whitney Houston. That, you, that, that's what, what's the trans. Role? Thank you. It's trans Whitney Houston. Yes, that, yes. That's a violation correct. on YouTube. Yes. Oh, okay. Trans Whitney Houston. Pardon me, Susan. Don't don't ask this. Uh, yeah, thanks, guys. I'm at surge.com pretty much everywhere. You can follow me. Again, I want to thank Tim for the opportunity to be here and doing the show. It's gets better every day. It's wild. All right, everybody. We will see you all over at timcast.com. Thanks for hanging out. Cheers. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.